0: North Carolina, it's Jay and Jack's Ramblecast, a podcast about movies, television, games, music, sports, and anything else we want to talk about. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ramblecast. It's your good friends, Nick, Bossett, Jack, and Jay. We're back, and Jay actually has internet this week. It's Jay and Jack's Ramblecast. <laughs>
1: I think people have heard that and they just stop. They just said, C- "Consider me unsubscribed."
0: I know that like, you, know, <laughs> you really only have me for like five seconds last week, which is pretty good. It was,
1: that was almost five seconds too long, wasn't it?
0: Uh, <laughs> and, and we'll see if it lasts. But this is the
1: longest stretch of me having
0: internet for like a
1: week. So it, that is and that's, now. You see what I went through back when we were doing Westworld.
0: What I love is like every new AT and T installer, or whatever tech comes out, it's like. Oh, that guy did that. Oh, he's an idiot. You're not supposed to do that. Like each one, that was like that's whole.
1: what. Didn't I tell you? That's what they do. They go, yeah, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. It's like I, I go, <laughs> I go. You know, that's what the that's what the guy said about you. <laughs> but
0: anyway, so hopefully this lasts. We'll see.
1: Well, to be fair, it's new equipment, and we haven't been trained properly on it. So why <laughs> why 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 did you take out my old stuff and put in this new stuff if you guys don't know what you're doing?
0: The thing I told the first guy that I thought was the problem ended up being the problem. So.
1: I like to tell everyone this podcast is sponsored by AT&T for your internet needs. Uh, just go to jandjack.com and click on AT&T, and that helps. Every little bit helps us and uh, keeps but this podcast Google going.
2: It, Be at the Google jandjack.com first, and then go to the website, and then click on AT&T. Yeah. Actually, hold on. Yahoo, search Google.com. Yes.
3: <laughs> Google
2: it. Maybe a Bing here and there. Who knows? I don't do Bing. Firefox. I don't I don't do Firefox. No. <laughs> Hey, let's just go to AOL.com.
0: <laughs> I prefer to use uh, you got
2: mail.
3: Netscape, yeah. or it's just a better it's a
0: better browser experience. I feel
2: for all of my search needs, I use Alta Vista, and it has given me <laughs> great Alta results, Vista, baby. <laughs> I
0: don't know what you're talking about. I just use that AOL search button on my AOL homepage; it works
2: just fine.
3: Yeah, is this AOL customer service? I haven't got one of those free CDs in the mail in months. I want my free
2: 40 hours. 40. 40. I miss miss those AOL floppy disks. Those are way cooler.
1: (laughs) I have Prodigy. Sorry. (laughs) I'm still using Prodigy search
2: engine. (laughs) Anywho.
1: I I remember when people would come into my store I had and they go Hey, do you use Prodigy? I go, I don't. What is that? I don't know Prodigy. They go, the internet? I go. What's the internet? I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't have a computer.
2: And look at you, 25 years later, you're like a best internet produced, sensation.
1: Best produced podcast.
2: That's
0: right. Can I, can I just say <laughs> something? Like the whole Trump bit that Jack did last week, I thought was pretty funny. Um, but here's the thing. He can put together this whole Trump bit but he can't play an effing call on the
3: podcast. That was my very <laughs> first thought when I heard it. I was like, he took the time to splice together all this audio but he can't play a phone call? Like
1: what? It, it only took about an hour.
3: Yes, yeah, so you cuz like splicing I think
0: is way harder than just playing a phone call on the show.
1: I don't have the wire. I've never I haven't gone to where was I supposed to go to get it? Guitar Center. Guitar Center. I haven't gone to Guitar Center. com yeah. amazon <laughs> so I should just go to Amazon. Sure. What, Is a lot
0: of ways you get an audio cable? Is it
1: just audio cable? Is that all I need? Yes.
3: Uh, yes. I, fe- I felt you were going for the, uh, the Good Morning Vietnam Nixon interview. Uh, with <laughs> you
1: know?
3: How would you describe your testicles?
2: <laughs> They're soft. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But so uh, speaking of speaking of com slash Amazon, where you should go for all of your Amazon needs because you can help out the uh, J and Jack uh, productions group. But I actually pulled the trigger on a purchase on Amazon.com not an hour ago. Um, nice. Yeah. So I,
0: um, are we, or do we, we drop our picks? Is that no, not our picks this week?
2: Sorry. I did not see the notes. No, not this week, but I'll, I'll use this. Uh, this will be about what's going on with, with with me this or with okay. Boston this week. So, um, I may have mentioned it once or twice or four times, but you wanted that, uh, child, I, that rag. Yes, finally, I did. Um, <laughs> man, it just the, the just wiping rag. So well. No, so so I, I prepare a lot of food. I, I chop up a lot of stuff and I finally, finally have uh, entered the, the, yeah. the 1980s and got myself a garbage disposal.
1: Wow. Well, that's right. You're talking about getting a garbage disposal.
2: I did. I bought a three quarter horsepower uh, waste king garbage disposal. Nice from jandjack.com dot com slash Amazon for all your free prime need- shipping
1: for all your garbage needs. Go to jandjack.com. dot com. Um,
2: so
0: it's it's so I have a septic system here in our house. So no garbage disposal for us. I I, I miss I miss the convenience of a garbage. Hey, disposal. do you
1: have do you have two do yeah. you have two internet? Uh no. <laughs> you,
3: can st- you can still have a garbage stove the septic system. It, it just fills up quicker.
0: It fills up quicker. And yeah. at, so you go from like once every other year to like six, every six months to a year. No, thanks. Uh,
3: you uh, just wait till you have to clean that baby out for the first time. You're going to be in for joy. It's not me. I'm, someone, someone's
0: going to come out and do that.
3: No, I'm saying like, if something like if by some chance it fills up and you don't know it and then it starts backing up in the house, it's
2: a fun Dude, day. Let's not go that far. Cause I, I literally just lived that. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, and oh uh, yeah, basement updates. I actually had a, a second contractor come in today to kind of give the old once over, He's putting together a quote for a reconstruction, and I made sure that he knew that I needed to have a quiet little audio studio under the stairs, a la Harry Potter. There you go. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Slow, is it,
1: is it, is it, is it going to install your garbage disposal for you?
2: I actually might have them do it. Um, if While they're here, might as well have them hook it up, just because... Garbage disposals are weird, so you, you need to have electric under the sink or somewhere near the sink. And you also have to have the the pl- plumbing. I'm not great with plumbing. I don't want to mess with plumbing. Um, but the electric is is the is the weird part because my I have a plug, but it's like five or six feet snaked around the corner. So there's a couple of things I might buy from JanJack.com/slash Amazon uh, that will allow me to <laughs> install a little a button that I can install it like, on the wall or on the counter. That is acts like as like a switch. So every time you press the button it turns it on. Yeah, so I might do that. That's but, most um, people do. Must have a spi- well, as, as as opposed to like a light switch. So oh, instead gotcha. of a light switch. If you, you know. make
0: the button too easy, you're
2: opening yourself up to get your hand
0: mangled by a by a garbage disposal. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's fine. Um I'm I'm <laughs> all right
2: with that. Um, you can go to j and jack.com slash Amazon for hand replacements. But see, see, the problem is that it's actually install a light switch to control the outlet that exists is a whole big deal. I don't feel like doing, and electric work is expensive, and you can't buy that. Maybe you can buy that on, on j slash Amazon. I'm sure. I'm sure you can but it, but to install an outlet it's like 300 bucks just to have an outlet installed i have no idea what it would be to actually take an existing outlet and make it light switch compatible that they they're one that's wiring up the wall and eh, I just don't want to deal with that so i
1: wonder i wonder if one of our patrons
2: at patreon.com/jnjack would know how to do that yeah if you know send us an email um and uh or if you want to come up here and do it i'll, I'll get you a case of beer or something
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice um yeah, that's uh well it, what if you like set it up to like Alexa Amazon Echo back, hey Alexa,
2: tear up this ish. Alexa, dispense of my garbage. <laughs> that'd be kinda cool. would that be neat? Um or or it could have uh, yeah, I think I, I actually think that'd be awesome. Maybe I could hook up I could hook up a light switch. I could actually hook up a switch to like a home kit light yeah. outlet
0: could easily. Mm.
2: Did you uh, Did you guys hear – I might have said this in a podcast
3: before. Did you guys hear that story that happened a few months back where it happened in San Diego? A news reporter was reading a story where a guy – oh, it was, it was right after Christmas uh, that this happened, and this guy was reading it in March, I think, where a little girl wanted a dollhouse for Christmas, and so she didn't get it, but her dad had the Alexa and so, as he was at work or something, she's walked up, and said, "Alexa, order me a dollhouse," <laughs> and it, so it said, "Okay," and it got her the most expensive dollhouse <laughs> there was. <laughs> and so, the news reporter in San Diego. Is reading this out loud and he goes, Yeah, so this little girl said, Alexa, buy me a dollhouse. And of course it's out there on the TV. So oh, everyone who was watching gosh. it, it ordered everyone a dollhouse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From jnjack.com slash Amazon.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh okay. hey, so, we, could, <laughs> we could just be we could be rich overnight
1: if we just come up with a
2: so if we can, if we can get a developer license for Alexa and have a, have it develop like a an API through a Jay and Jack app that every time that we say on the podcast jayandjack.com slash Amazon it actually brings our listeners directly to the page. Yeah, that'd be we good. can figure that out.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: I'm sure Ro- so Rob Francescini, our uh, web uh, web director, uh, we just gotta get him on it.
1: I I don't know. He always says no to any uh, of the uh, what, are the, what do you call those monthly meetings that we had six months ago?
0: Uh, it, uh, our all-hands meeting. All-hands
1: meeting. I don't think he's ever said yes.
0: I don't think he has ever
1: said <laughs> I know someone that could probably do this. Who? I know someone at the rink that could probably do that. Oh, I don't want any of your rink cronies. No, I'm telling you, this person is is, <laughs> is, a, is a whiz. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, Jackson This person is a real whippersnapper. You know, no. he just blows
1: up. Is, that is this the
2: beginning of the end for Rob? Are we like <laughs> ousting him live on the air? He'll
1: he'll never know. <laughs> He's not at the <laughs> meeting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep. He, we'll just keep. Paying him. He, he won't know. Rob's Rob's got the Rob's got the best job in the world. Just make sure Amazon doesn't crash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 no, just tell me what you guys want, and I'll ask this person see if they can do it. Mm-hmm. I swear, they they work. They're they're high up in the what? What's that company with the hat that's red? Red Hat. There you go. But
0: <laughs> well, you know, like if if the person at Red Hat works on like an app or something like that, Red Hat will
2: own the app. You know that, right? Oh,
1: we can. Well, there's, way, so there's, there's, there's ways.
2: There's ways around everything. So uh, Red Hat's gonna get a cut of the Jane Jack slash Amazon yeah. cut which is probably going to be undercut by Google's ads because <laughs> Jack did a Google search first before it, asking us guy to do a job for us.
1: That's <laughs> well, not a guy.
2: It's a gal. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um,
1: anyway. D- just tell me what you want for the app, and I'll see if we can get it done. Sure. Yeah. All
0: right. I, I know a guy. He'll, uh,
1: I, I know a guy that's, that's going to help out. I'm serious. Send me the information, what you want, what you guys want.
0: No, you really let's, let's
1: right? get let's get a J and Jack app out there. Why not? We've talked about it before. Sure.
3: What does it do? You click on j and Jack app and it takes you to Google. That takes you to j
2: and Jack Google. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's just an extra step. You download the app, <laughs> so you tap the app to then do a search. Yeah. And, yeah and by then
1: you're by then you're so fed up you don't want to listen to the well
0: actually that's that's a that's a great uh, website called uh is it is it Google that for me or something like that <laughs> <laughs> let let me google that for you Google that for you where you like type it in and then it just types it the in best google the so, best you just be a variant of that so,
2: so There on on everybody's Facebook group, wherever they live, there's always like the um, like the friends of Raleigh, right, or the moms groups of Franklin, or whatever. All those sites are always there, and every time it's like I'm looking for a recommendation for this. And I'm so tempted to be that troll that does the, the let me Google that for you, yeah. just so you can say Google what you're looking for, and you could have found it before you even posted. I on will this page. say this about <laughs> like the moms groups or whatever is
0: it's nice getting recommendations from real people and that actually have used the service. No,
1: that that's just people looking for attention.
0: No, no, it's just like it's it's nice. It's kind of
1: like a,
2: I'm with you, Jack, or whatever.
1: Because even I'm looking at these people going. Really you just asked me that and I could have just googled it. All you have to
2: do list. is go to google.com.
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying like if if
0: you say you need a plumber, like if you just google whoever pays the most to google is going to be at the top of that list. I would like to
2: know who's a well, plumber. So as me? someone, as somebody who has utilized this page looking for the recommendation of somebody, like a personal recommendation, for instance, the contractor that came today I found on one of those on those groups but i specifically went on to that page with a request saying i'm looking for a contractor that a specializes in working with insurance replacement and b i'd like to see you know i, I want to know what your your you know your experience was with the person and the, even that draws half of the responses being like oh this person i know this person or i'm going to tag this person or this person like no, i don't want you to tag people i don't want you to put the name of somebody cuz i can just google that i want to know why and I would say less than half of people actually gave the proper response.
1: So it's a lot of pressure being your friend on Facebook. Friend. I'm telling
2: you, I have a high expectations for people <laughs> on Facebook.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, Nick, what's going on in your world, sir? Nothing at all. Nothing. Okay. So the nothing <laughs> on the notes was like. In well, that, that's. Yeah,
3: that's exciting. Um, I was looking at Chris's shirt there. I was wondering if he's wearing it to spite me. Is that his Abe Lincoln shirt? It's Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't even
1: say <laughs> that.
2: It's actually Wolver Abe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> For the people out there, it's Lab Lincoln with Wolverine claws. Did you
2: just say Lab Lincoln. Will, said he, he, said labe, he said Labia Lincoln. That's labia what Lincoln. I heard, I, heard him. Yeah. I, heard him. I heard
3: it. Him. Keeping <laughs> it PG <PG-13>.
2: 13.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, it's in a science book. It's legit. David Union, okay,
1: Nick? But, That's president. Link into you.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, no, I, I didn't
3: do much uh, this weekend. I just uh, I went and tried a couple of restaurants in Culver City, which is in between L.A. and Santa Monica. and uh, That didn't work. And then uh, I, went, I was going to go see this virtual reality underwater thing that I've got going to the Natural History Museum, and I get there. I paid $12 to park. And then they tell me, oh, we've stopped selling tickets for that because we're closing in two hours. I'm like,
1: the hell? Oh. Do, do I get my? Do I get valid? Do I get a validation or? No, of course get- not. So
3: I just ended up walking around the park for a couple of hours. Was,
2: was it the powered of- by uh, the Pied Piper video compression? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched this week's episode yet. So. I'm a
0: couple weeks behind, so don't spoil me. I haven't
2: had the internet. It sucks.
1: Well, you know, if you had Pied Piper, you'd be okay.
0: No, they're not. A, they're not an internet service provider.
1: They could be. They want to be. They want to be. Yes.
0: The equivalent of that is a uh, company I work for, but
1: I don't get to have that here where I live so far. Oh, it's, it's not funny, is it? Because when I asked could I have that, you said no. Because <laughs> it's funny. I was stuck. I was stuck with AT and T, our new sponsor.
0: In all fairness, it's still like it was a rough week, but at least I'm getting a gig up and down. Whereas Time Warner, I'm like maybe at best three hundred down and ten up. So
3: what do you need a gig up and down for?
0: My God, Damn it! All of my stuffs on the internet.
3: But that's insane speed. I know that's, that's actually is. ludicrous speed.
1: Yeah. It's actually, but it's so much better than Time Warner and and what we had AT and T before that. So I
0: never buffer. Like I I can like be streaming a baseball game upstairs. Be on my computer and my phone, and Colleen's on her computer and her phone, streaming all at the same time, and no buffering.
1: Actually, <laughs> when you're watching the Padres, you want a little buffering. <laughs> they, they, they seem to they seem to play better when that thing just spinning around, spinning around, spinning around. They give up less runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, BC, uh, so. God, they're bad.
0: Hey, it's all right. <laughs> we're, we're rebuilding. We're got a good young team. We just drafted a high. School. They, they they should just
1: tra- They should just ch- change the name to the Rebuilders. <laughs> maybe maybe we can find a good group on Facebook.
0: Listen, once they get good, Jack, and you keep complaining, if you leave now, once they get good, then it's gonna be. Look,
1: cool. I've been there since 6, 1969. Longer than all of you guys been alive, I've been a fan. All
0: we have left. They're all we have left.
1: Anyway. Oh wait, Soccer City's coming soon. Uh, we don't have a team, but we're gonna get a stadium. Action, Jacks! You almost got killed. Uh, I almost got killed. Well, I'm probably over over exaggerating here. You, you know. know, I like to. Am I one that, that I I'm pretty good at knowing my surroundings, my what's around me, what's going on, being you know, Generally. yeah, and, and I, I I pre- full age yes. Now you're getting and and I pre- I preach that I say know where you're going, scan the parking lot for you walk out there, you know, got to protect yourself, all this different stuff. So I'm at the B- BP gas station by the rink. I'm putting <laughs> my card in, I'm getting the gas, and all all of a sudden, this guy standing behind me. Uh huh. And I swear to God, any closer—I didn't see him. Any closer to me, we could have been considered lovers. Okay. He—he he was that. He was that close to my body, my back. In fact, he, I think he was touching me. And I go, I turn, around, I, I like, I turn, around, I go. Can I help you? Mm-hmm. And he starts telling me this story, and he's higher than a cut. I could smell the Mentos breath coming off him. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. coming off and coming off. him.
0: That skunky smell.
1: Well, it's just like, and he's telling me the story. He goes, yeah, you know where, uh, and he tells me someplace in North Carolina. I go, I don't know where that's at. He goes, yeah, you know where it's at. I go, no, I, I don't know where that's at. He kept going on and on and on and on and on. So finally I go, I go, does this story have a conclusion? I go, I, you just want money, right? He goes, well, I, I need bus fare, 750 dollars I go, I opened up my wallet. I go, I got $2. This is my last $2. He goes, well, I need seven fifty. I go, well, we're not negotiating here. I go, this is all I have. You can have my last $2.00. All right. <laughs> he takes it and walks away.
0: Good on you for opening up your wallet. I would not
1: open my wallet. Well, I, I had it out. I literally had it in my hand. That's why I'm saying I had my wallet out. I'm not paying attention. I'm getting gas. And I just, I could have been killed over $2. You the Dave. Yeah, it just was, it was a scary situation.
0: That's why I don't carry cash. Because then when they ask me, i like, sorry, I don't carry cash. Well, I
1: usually don't have it. I just had two. I had two dollars in my wallet for like two weeks.
0: But a technique that I do that does uh, at least it makes you are still helping people that need help is I try to carry around.
1: Yeah, we've heard saint We've we've heard your super lame cheap just, place.
0: carry around like a, a kind bar. You, ha- you
1: you have those expired granola bars that have been oh. in your pocket for six years. No, just like uh, I, I feel good. I'm helping society. Here's your uh, here's a granola bar. I, I know you're hungry. No, most times.
0: See, They'll say no, but it's
2: there. Uh, see, I see. I've I've tried that before, you know, and it was actually one one day in after a Red Sox game, and I'm walking away from Family Park, going through Kenmore Square for anyone who's in the area, um, and walk by. Outside there's, like of, probably outside 30, of there's probably thirty. There's probably thirty panhandlers um, that are in that general area, specifically during game. Do, days. do they
1: do they have a different technique to try and lure you over there? Is it like you know they like. like
2: like hey, I got I got
1: I got your better card. I got I got your better stuff over here.
2: There are some amazing signs, and I'm gonna post one to the 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 Facebook group, on uh, the Patreon group. That is, I'll make sure I mute my phone, so you don't hear me doing that again. Um, but uh, I will I'll post that one of a picture that I took of one. It was probably the best panhandler I've ever seen. He actually earned ten bucks from me because of his sign. But to your point, Jay, I was actually leaving a socks game one day, and I was walking back towards uh, the train. And there's a dude outside of uh, outside of like in between a Bank of America and a McDonald's. Mm. And we're all going in to get food after the game. So I go in and, uh, you know, I get some food. So I ordered the guy a number two and I brought it out to him, Um, which uh, just for those who are catching up at home, it's uh, two cheeseburgers, French fries and a soda. So I brought it out to the guy. He looks at me and he says, F you. I want money. I need to go get drunk. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he's honest. well
2: that's really what they're doing too that's no word of a lie he's like i don't want your food i want money so i can go buy booze is essentially what he was telling me so um i just keep walking now but i'm gonna find that picture and post on the patrons group
1: <laughs> but you know i've noticed that these what, what panhandlers out here is that you'll see them a lot going on a crab tree and stuff like that like on holidays and like after a certain time they're gone it's like they don't have to work holidays they have i think they have good hours yeah they have, they, do. they have like banker's hours
3: yeah there's a there's a whole system out here downtown cuz they're they're everywhere cuz like Skitter Row is 3 blocks 4 blocks east of me
1: that explains the sirens
3: yeah uh but there's a few out during the day but they don't bother you they might have a sign that says like give me something just in case someone feels generous wants to give them something but i mean i talked to one guy who He's really a nice guy, but he talked about like its he, basically a job. Being a homeless is a job in, in L.A. Because like he said, like yeah, like every month I have to go get a free phone. I have to check in daily with my uh, government housing guy to make sure that I'm still alive, and he keeps my room available. I have to like let him know like how many jobs I've applied for. Like and, and it's all and then he twice a week he has to go and pick up his food staple, like that they give the government gives him. But you mean his his cheese? it's cheese. Yeah, because that's all you need is like a good block of Vita <laughs> every week, and you're good. That's all you need. You can live off a block of Velveeta. Uh It's everything you need. But uh, but what they do is is that there's a food truck, based well, at least one per block in downtown L.A. And what they'll do is because everyone's either drunk or high or something, and they have and food trucks only take cash. So they know that you can't lie and say, I don't have any cash on me. So that's what they'll do. They'll just swarm around these food trucks. Ah, nice. And at night, you're there and you're like, yeah, I'll have the uh, the burrito. And then the next thing you know, like, hey, man, like when you're done, can I have your change? Uh, sure. <laughs> you know? And like, there's nobody there to like say like, quit harassing the customers. You know, No, it's, you're just out there on your own. So you can't really just, because then they're all like, Oh, I see it right there. I see you got seventy three cents. I can count it, you know. And you know, so
1: it's a system. But it's the it, you, way well, you're explaining. It, it's a rough job. What? I mean, Is it's there? a lot. It's, it's a lot of work for them. They got to know where the food trucks are.
3: But you no, know, the food trucks though, they have habits. Like there's one that's always in front of my building, it's the same one six days a week. And there's another one just down the block. Like so, if I want. If I want uh, cheeseburger and fries it's the one outside my door. But if I go one block over I can get anything Mexican for roughly 7.
1: dollars Now the one outside your door do you do you kind of do you you you, you, you co- case out the areas. Okay, is there anybody there looking to look for my change? You run to the thing real quick. I want the cheaper. Oh, you took too yeah. long to make it. Yeah, now you well, the, came out of the woodwork. It's like the Walking Dead They just come. Out. Yeah. No! <laughs> don't make a noise. Don't make a sound. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Glenn, like I Glenn.
1: Oh, wait. Sorry. To-
3: well, the meal that I get is six fifty. So, I was like, ah, that's pretty cheap anyway, especially for LA. So, like, okay. So, like, I have the 50 cents. I'll throw them the 50 cents. Like, there you go. And then, like, the next guy, like, oh, can I have some change? Like, no, I just gave it to that guy. Like, oh.
1: <laughs> Should have been here sooner. You, gotta, you sure. gotta be quick. You gotta I feel like they,
3: they're gonna be fighting each other for my 50 cents. You gotta be in shape. Uh. So, uh. in the
0: history of the Ramblecast first season, there was an epic versus of uh adam west versus michael keaton versus christian balen adam west won why because he was the
1: best batman ever
0: and he passed away this week jack how are you doing he was your batman
1: he was my batman and i think the thing that shocked me more than anything that he was 88 yeah i didn't know he was that old i go i because my first that he died i go oh well he's he couldn't be like 70 something years old and i go i go 88 adam because he was still you know, he's still working and stuff like that. So, did we ever find out what he died from?
0: Uh, no, I think they, I don't think they've said it yet. They or didn't it.
3: say it. It's just the same as like with the uh, the woman that was in Dick Tracy and started oh, scaling yeah. Like they didn't say what she died of either. She was only sixty one or sixty two. Sixty two, yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah I, I I was I was I think I, I think it was bum. I mean, a lot of people on Facebook and Twitter were bummed. I mean, it's Adam West. Mm-hmm. That was actually
3: my favorite. Um, in the Lego movie, a recent Lego Batman movie, that was my the thing I laughed at the most, which was strange because you had to to get they had at least one little uh, throw out to all the Batman's. And uh, early on, they have this uh, shark repellent, and he's like, "What's?" And Robin's like, "What's this?" He's like, oh, "That never worked anyway." <laughs> it, was <laughs> the, it was the canister shark repellent. i was like, "What the heck is that?"
1: <laughs> he just played crazy well too. I mean, he was he was in an episode of Big Valley where he plays this crazy guy, but it's Adam West. He's just a uh, it's a shame.
3: Something I read on Facebook which I didn't know, which I thought was just really cool of him, is that in his local yellow pages, which no one gets the yellow pages anymore, but if you actually get them and then you just go like why
0: why do I have this? I take is, I, I take it the- and right
1: away put it in my recyclable bin. Yeah. It's pretty much. But uh,
3: if you went down the beach
1: you, you can just Google someone's phone number.
3: Right. Yeah, you have white you have white pages now, which that's all you have to do is like if you know the city. You can say, like, Raleigh, North Carolina, and then put in y'all's name, and then it comes up. Especially if you registered a boat. That's how they do it, I think. But, uh, like, Jay's address I don't think would be there, possibly his phone, because he's still fairly new in his uh,
1: – I can I'm give you that. I'm
3: off the grid, man. I'm off the grid. I'm not going to let yellow I, pages. I, I, I can give you guys that. He just so got that. the internet uh, last week.
1: The next person signed sign up for patron, uh, become a patron, I'll give him Jay's phone. Jay's
3: address, address. yeah. Uh, but anyway, like if you looked in Adam West's hometowns yellow pages under B, if you scroll down, there actually was a Batman there. But when you when you moved your finger to where the phone number was, it said C West, comma Adam. <laughs> oh, you really? had to look up, Yeah. I was like, that's so cool that he actually got the you know, the phone book to do that.
1: And I think the coolest thing I saw today was it was uh it was a uh, uh, Batman. You know how they used to climb up the side of the buildings, but he's like yeah. climbing into heaven. Oh. I, I said, I said, oh, that's pretty cool. There was no Robin, but you know. I Obert, saw no Burt Ward.
0: A little more, more tear where it had uh Chris Marie Superman like reaching out to
1: uh Ah uh, yeah, that's a good one. him up. Nice.
0: The superhero heaven. Um but uh in terms of what's going on in my world, uh well last week oh, I wanna talk wait, about my stuff.
1: Was Adam West a jerk or not? No, I think he was a good guy. For okay, so he's one of those guys that you actually like. Look, Jay doesn't
3: call anyone a jerk. He calls them a-hole. A-hole, we can't say on this podcast. Well, so, Chris,
0: well
1: Chris or Nick Nick can.
0: <laughs> a-hole, a-hole or not a-hole, that's my barometer that's my yeah. for people, and he's not.
1: Because uh, Sein- you said before Seinfeld is. Seinfeld, yeah,
0: apparently. But again, his whole shtick is being an a-hole, so it's okay, I think, for
1: him to be a jerk. Well, it used to be just random stuff about nothing.
0: But he was always so whiny and complaining about it, like you are, Jack. So it, just, it makes sense that if he's kind of like a pain in the neck about things.
1: So now I'm an a-hole? But we all knew that. Yeah, I no, get- one never, no one ever
0: denied
3: that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Google it and say, see if it says that I'm an a-hole. Yeah, if you actually search uh, Jack it said it,
0: Phils it is is an a hole.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. that's a that's in the yellow pages.
0: <laughs> it's
1: in the thesaurus, too. The, the a hole of Raleigh. <laughs> <laughs> it's on your tombstone. <laughs> that's actually saying a lot. A hole of Raleigh.
0: Da 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 See Jack. Come visit
1: his a hole. All right. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, I took a succulent class last week or the week before, and uh, Nick said I should have my man card removed.
3: No, I just said I'm debating on if you should lose a man card for this or not because it'd be, it's kind of like you know, like going to uh, Williams-Sonoma with your wife to take those cooking classes. Yeah, it could be fun. Yeah, you might learn something, but I wouldn't post it for like all my man friends to see.
1: Yeah, that's what that's where I had. It. I, I go, Jay, come on, man. It's a
0: succulent. <laughs> or I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you're, are,
1: you're already married. Who are you trying to impress?
0: I, mean, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I signed up for it. I said, Colin, you want to do the second class? I want to learn. Actually, there's two classes I want to take. I want to learn how to design.
1: Was it cactuses and flowers thing? <laughs> like
0: how do you how do you like plant them and keep them alive? And then, arrange? Uh, them? well,
1: is it still alive or is it dead?
0: still alive and one one of my uh, flowers bloomed
1: wow your flower bloomed your flower oh, no, bloomed Jay. Nice, Jay. i always knew it <laughs> would <was. laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear um about time how old are you <laughs> 32
0: no 32 32 yeah 32
3: it's funny how you start to lose count after 30. You're like oh, I'm somewhere in there.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, I love how you guys complain.
3: Yeah,
1: get older, you start complain.
0: Um, see the a hole of Riley. Uh,
1: anyway. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna, can I get that patent? It's like <laughs> a, t- it's like a Pat Riley got three peat patent, didn't he? Maybe. I don't remember. I think he got a uh, Pat rather got three peat patent so if anybody uses three pete they have to pay him
0: no but the the class so that was one class i want to take the other one I really wanted to take
1: wait 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 was, uh, you haven't finished that class so how long is the class I mean it was just one uh,
0: class? it was like so basically kind of showed you how do you take care of succulents and then uh, part of the class, I got a pot and they give you like the soil and like little rocks and a little moss all right How many people are in the class?
1: How many total people in the class? Estimate, how many people in the class?
0: Okay, so there was like eight people in the class.
1: Eight people. How many guys were in the class? I was the only guy. Okay. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that.
0: No, not not only that. Not only was I the only guy, but also, uh, Colleen and I uh, were the youngest of the group. And when I say the (laughs) group, by at least, at least (laughs) minimum, minimum of 35 years younger than anybody else in that group.
1: So you had to you had to like jumpstart people's hearts every now and then. Uh, on, you're not done with your succulent yet. It was,
0: it was obviously like you know these these you know kind old ladies that were there trying to learn about succulents, and they had to all be in their seventies. And I was like, oh, it's, uh, it's a cool cool crowd here at the Atlantic Orchid and Garden. But
1: um, I'm but I'm, was, I'm glad I, we're just picking on you. I'm glad you went.
0: But the other <laughs> the other class I want to take is
1: uh, <laughs> is sewing. No. <laughs> No, the one I a, really want. Point.
0: Is something always
1: <laughs> Crochet. Yeah.
0: No, they have a bonsai class. So oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Bonsai trees. I don't think you have the. So I, I, don't really,
2: think, I don't think you have the patience for that. To Jay, for Jay's defense, there is very little separating bonsai and succulent classes, <laughs> other than Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> That's why he wants to do it. <laughs> wax on, wax off.
1: Oh, my tree died. Oh.
0: I just—I've always been fascinated with bonsai because it's—it's—it's it's just a normal tree, but because of how you like you know manipulate it and stuff, it just stays really tiny. So you're 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 you're
1: messing with nature, is what you're saying?
0: But it's not even like dwarfism. You're your
1: you're, you're you're like cloning people. It's they, you,
0: like any other tree. You just you force it to stay small.
1: You're forcing a living thing to do what you want.
0: But those trees can live for like a hundred years. So, oh,
1: but so you, it, yeah, great. I'm gonna live a hundred years by someone telling me what I have to do every day forcing me to do what I want to do. That's not living. is that the Jack author story? It is a Jack story. Uh, the Jack LaFelder story. The A-hole of Raleigh.
0: The A-hole of Raleigh. Hey, do we have our title? Uh,
3: Yeah, the, I think that's it. The A-hole of Raleigh. I know. That's what I already wrote down. In, All right. In Good way to go, in, quotes, in the quotes right here. The <laughs> A-hole of Raleigh. Um, so, uh,
0: anyway, I really want to do the Bonzo class too. Because I I like – one thing about succulents is just – Having uh, plants inside your house, but you know, that are unique and how you arrange them. And-
1: do you have to do is there training for this? Do you have to work yourself way up? Do you, you, you what, start for with, the- yeah, do you start with like a? a I don't a know, wheat? I haven't
0: taken the class yet. Do you
1: start with like a weed or something like that, you yeah, know, where I you don't start with like a little tree, like a little seed. I'm, I'm thinking like a weed where you, the weed dies, nobody cares, but you kill a bonsai, you're killing a living thing that could well, live to be 100 years old.
0: There's one I want to buy, it's a nice one. It's like, I think, 75 bucks
2: for think- a bonsai.
0: They're expensive.
1: This
2: yeah, they're yeah. they're really expensive.
1: You know why? Because of the karate kid. Nobody <laughs> cared about it before.
0: Oh, it's the art form.
1: About oh, is that him. is that the tree everyone just ruins?
3: Yeah. yeah I, I forget how much the karate kid part three. I like, think that wasn't wasn't that one that they broke was like five thousand dollars, something like that. It was insane. Oh, because some like to get him to the point where they look good in your home, they're like, you know,
0: five, ten years old. Some are like, you know, they worked on it for like twenty years. I, I don't
1: have the patience. You know? in fact at my age I might not see it. <laughs> be I like, bought one and I killed it. <laughs> well, it's you just, hard. You can't. You can't. You can't trim a bonsai with a chainsaw. I didn't. I've even taken the class yet, but I can tell you that's that's. Well, there's there's there, indoor there, bonsai
0: and outdoor bonsai. Well, it,
2: it it's not. I mean, taking care of it is is fairly easy. It's kind of like an orchid. All you do is put like, an ice cube in the damn thing, and it's fine. No, but I, like I, I the, the, the see, way you I, the way you trim it is hard. Anyone- and I, 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 I trimmed it a little too much and then the thing got a little, little. you know. You're not supposed to do it at the bottom of the, of the bonsai. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, and those orchid things. I, I've never seen anybody. Of course, my wife. She's the, She's got the black thumb. She's, she puts the ice in it and the thing dies. I She blamed me one time. I ran into it. But all, have
2: like a-
1: all the leaves fell off. And she goes, you killed my... I, I go, I killed it. Why are the leaves falling off so easily?
2: It's such a good business though cuz whenever you're walking through a Costcos or insert your name of like warehouse club here like they're always on sale for 14.99 this beautiful looking orchid that just came off the truck and you bring it home and 48 and, hours later it looks like a freaking and, and it's grave so sight. easy
1: you just put ice cubes in it that come yeah. on come well, on. You,
2: have to, you have to go to a good orchid
0: place so this this place atlantic orchid and garden they also they specialize in orchids
1: what do you uh, have stock you have stock in this company now is that I why you're going go to the the place i don't have stock like
2: jack.com slash atlantic orchid
0: they've been <laughs> helping with my pond like getting pond plants and stuff like that but um uh, actually the orchid oh, they, they the
2: like pond, you because you spend money <laughs> 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 oh, they like me because I—they think I'm special. I'm a—I'm a special oh, customer. Oh, here comes that Gladfelter guy again. He's gonna buy a whole bunch of stuff he doesn't need. Let's go.
1: <laughs> we know his dad won't do it because he's the a-hole of Raleigh. No, he won't do it.
0: Um, but actually, the, the orchid we have in our house is I uh, bought it for fifteen dollars at Target. It's fake and it looks real. Everybody comes yeah. like, "Oh, your orchid's so nice." I'm like, "Yeah."
1: Hey, it is. It is. Hey, can we talk about the thing that's next to the orchid? Oh what my Himalayan rock sauce? The, the glowing rock that heals
2: your all your aches and pains. <laughs> Didn't you hear about that? That that's all a big farce and they're being sued.
1: <laughs> Who? Colleen got mad at me because I was like standing over like this, going oh. uh like a fire. Oh, uh, give me your get make me better. Bring my hair back.
0: It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what I got it for Colleen for Mother's Day because she's talking about how she wants one. So I, I got her one. The reason why I, I liked it is you got her a li- you got her a rock with a light in it, which is fine for me. <laughs> what, what I wanted was I wanted a big rock because we got it in Atlantic... whatever that place is. <laughs> flea market, but um, the the reason uh, I wanted it is because like in terms of my arrangement in the house, I want you know all the elements. So I want uh, you know earth, uh, fire, water. Um, so I'm just trying to get all the different like so stone, metal, wood put them all in there fan so yeah my 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 arrangement has little rocks and a little green and yeah
2: so my next commentary is is brought to you by snopes.com um there is a claim that salt lamps because they emit negatively charged ions impart a myriad of health benefits including reduced anxiety improved sleep increased energy and protection from quote-unquote electric smog snopes has given (laughs) snopes.com has given us a rating of false
1: (laughs) what's electric smog
2: i don't know like pollution i don't know but at the end of the day the whole um it's called a salt sham the salt lamps don't do anything you've just paid a lot of money for a piece of rock salt in a candle I mean, honestly, though, it was we got a big
1: chunk of it's like
0: it's like this big, it's huge, and it was like
2: it's like or like, it's like orange. How much
1: was it?
0: Twenty five bucks. How much? Okay.
2: Did, did you get an Atlantic orchid and salt Champs?
0: <laughs> no, I got it. I got it in, in, at the flea market.
2: There's do like do you
0: get. You the right. There's Always like
1: a geode guy, so it's like the same. Yeah. Why don't you bonsai it? You can bonsai the salt rock. Uh, you can no. get like a, get like a razor, like a little sander thing, and sand <laughs> it, and make it a bonsai salt rock. Plate. If you want to get, like, then you don't. You don't have to waste the money on the, on the bonsai tree. If
0: you want to get nice rocks for your house, like geodes and stuff. Those are like a hundred bucks for a nice one. But this this salt lamp, which is big and it looks so, like not, big, not big only big the salt lake's fake, bucks. you wouldn't got a cheap
1: fake salt lake salt light.
0: No, it's a salt real lamp. salt lamp, but it's not a geode. Geodes like those
1: are so. Cool. So you got so. Colleen said it really works.
0: Colleen, she did you wait? You weren't there when she was drunk and talking about the titanic being an inside job. i was
1: i was not there i was there when she was sober and telling me it works
0: so, uh, so in- <laughs> i mean believes in all of that crap
1: so just so, happy- you know you know yeah. what jay get her a mood ring
2: and a pelling salt lamp actually came from a chunk of the iceberg that was intentionally used to <laughs> ground to just sink the titanic mm-hmm. it, it jumped out at the titanic
1: yeah <laughs> salt lamp right ahead <laughs> oh wait, it's giving us energy. Oh man. Why is the Titanic sinking with this? It, 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 it should be fixing the hole. It's a glowing
0: rock. It's like the aggro crack. I think that's cool. Oh
1: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not expecting it to, to I walked into a I walked in your house a lot. It was in the seventies again. I had flashbacks. What? Oh. You need some like pastel couches and stuff like that, some some ugly pastel shag carpeting.
0: Oof. You get there, some Shag carpeting in this house, and they took all of it out.
1: Get dark paneling on the wall just so I could get, you get a man landing on the moon for the first time, then I'd believe in your rock.
0: Um, actually, Jackie, you should have seen this house before they renovated. because that's what it was wood paneling, shag carpet. Um, anyway, uh, you yeah, get so-
3: lost
1: in shag carpeting.
3: Oh, yeah, my parents it, had shag carpet until 1993. I love that stuff. <laughs>
0: See, shag carpet's comfortable, but the problem is, like, it collects all the gross, right, crap over the years. Yeah. And
1: what was the point of shag? Because it was just the bright color era where they had like, because you see pictures of my I mom's couch.
3: Comfort of it. it was like it's a- the comfort. Yeah. It's the hippies, you know. They just, you could We walk, walk barefoot in it, you know. Just you. Know. You never made love on a shag carpet, man. You get lost in it. Yeah.
1: Shag me, baby. Shag Groo- me. groovy,
3: man. It's just yeah. <laughs>
1: But first, you got to go to that store, Atlantic thing, and build a what? Is, What's is that thing called again? A succulent tree. <laughs> a succulent where it grows, and then I get a bonsai tree, and then I get my salt rock to keep the bonsai tree alive. Sometimes the bonsai tree stresses out. Wait, see the salt rock, and the bonsai tree goes, oh, "Okay, thank you, Daniel, son." So
3: you say you're saying Jay's a hipster. J-
1: Jake got ripped off. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> 25 bucks? It's a cool, growing, glowing rock. I think that's worth 25 bucks. I think Pauline thinks she's being healed by it. So it's like a win win. So,
1: so she shouldn't be listening to this podcast because right now she's going to. No, just-
0: I- I tell her 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 hocus pocus stuff is bull crap all the time. Because what
1: we're gonna have is she's gonna be in the fetal position after we hear this podcast. My rock doesn't work. My rock
2: doesn't work. <laughs> I'm, gonna come, I'm gonna come over with some like some French fries and then just take a cheese <laughs> grater to your lamp. I'm like, I need some salt on these fries. <laughs> Give me some negative ions. I love so they, they. I don't know if you've
0: seen it, uh, uh, Chris, since you are the the cooker in the family, but. Um, they actually have like a Himalayan rock salt like grilling slab or whatever. So oh, like those bacon. are
2: those are amazing. Uh, can you get them on Amazon? I believe yes, so. you can. Yeah, uh, they're actually slabs of the Himalayan rock salt All that right. you actually cook on, All but right. they're not used that. for any type of. Um, hippy-dippy stuff to well, release negative, the, ions. Uh, negative ions. Negative ions as well. No, they infuse the meat with sodium that tastes delicious. And that's the whole point of, of the, uh, the rock. <laughs> we, you know, we because we can
1: make anything on Amazon. We can put it on our page. Things I'm going to put Amazon. What's it? Himalayan rock thing? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Himalayan rock thing. <laughs> if you want to buy a fake lamp, get, you can go on to jandjack.com slash... Himalayan rock lamp. Uh, or hey, I, don't, I, I don't own a so fake rock. On. It's Himalayan rock thing, guys. Let's, let's <laughs>
3: get... rock thing.
2: It's the new lava lamp. I bet you if I Google will say, do you mean? <laughs> 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 that's the best thing about Google.
0: Oh. It
2: knows what I mean, even if I don't know what I mean. I actually sometimes cook with Himalayan salts, the the pink salts. It's actually very tasty. I, cook I, mean, with I mean, that's what it is. It's just a big piece of the salt. That's all it is. I cook with Morton's. Even if I took it and broke it all
0: down, I'd, I'd definitely get my 25 bucks worth of Himalayan rock salt.
3: Now, do they have Himalayan rock salt that's good on a pork chop?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had I, pork chops for dinner I, tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I swear to God, all four of us get together. We're going to Ruth Chris. I'm buying a guy and we're going to order four blanking pork chops. I'm that's telling what, you right now. It's right, right go. our challenge flag because if your taste includes.
0: Yeah, uh, eh, let's go to Applebee's. It's a pretty good meal. Like I, I n- I've never said let's go to
2: Applebee's. It's a pretty good meal.
1: You you like to go to Chili's? You'll go I, to. I've I I've I not been to, not go to go Chili's to in like six, seven, eight months. Yes, for Hang exactly on a, a second.
2: Apple. Chili's skillet queso is the bomb.
1: <laughs> I go to I go to this local little restaurant. That's it. Called Sopra- that is terrible. Called Sopranos and support <sighs> a mom and pop place. It's a actually it's a mom and son place. I don't think I've been to Chili's in years.
0: Years.
1: Chili, I'm, the I'm new sponsor of
2: jayandjack.com slash Chili's
1: for all your they salt do table-side,
2: rock. <laughs> yeah. They do table side guacamole now at Chili's. It's awesome. That's, <sighs> that's pretty much the only thing that's awesome. <sighs> the, in the Chili's days. we oh, have this, I,
1: I have to say the service, the, I think the reason we stopped going is because it would take you literally an hour and a half to get your food. and There'd be like four people in the restaurant.
0: Because they're gone out of business.
1: Well, that's just great. That's you know, people millennials are killing
0: uh, Chili's, Applebee's, and uh, Buffalo. Of, of Buffalo. course,
1: of course, you are. Bub you know, Threes, yeah, are the worst. I did try to talk Jay into doing a marathon with me. Of what? Running. Yeah. Of what? With his oh. salt. Oh, with his god. He, he was running with his salt rock.
2: <laughs> no, is that I, a salt I, thing in your pants, or you just happy to see? <laughs> it?
1: No, I said, Jay, how about we train for a marathon? He goes, "What me?". Because I always said I'd run a marathon. I'm getting to the age where I, I either better do it or, I, or not do it. I've done you the half. Stick
2: I, to the marathon podcast, Jack.
1: I've done the, I've done the half marathon, but I, I, I think I can do it. But for the runners out there, for the runners listening, how long would it be, take someone my age, <laughs> relatively in bad shape, to what train to, to run shape? a marathon? For
3: a
0: year, I think.
1: A if year. You. I got bad ankles, bad feet, bad knees, bad back, bad hip. <laughs> I don't actually
2: have any feet. Uh... <laughs> and, I, and I got
1: bad hair because I can't afford a Himalayan rock salt light.
2: <laughs> Jack, see, if you only had gotten yourself a Himalayan rock thing like 15, 20 years ago, you might have a beautiful head of rock- hair. Right I now.
1: would. I would. And plus, it get would the be bons- negatively
2: tree. only charged. And my bonsai,
1: my bonsai tree would
2: be amazing by now.
1: <laughs> we, we could hang ornaments on it. It'd be so good. Oh,
0: man. All right. Uh, well, great to hear what's going on everybody's <laughs> lives. We got some weird news to jump into. So who wants to? Uh, are, are you,
1: are so you saying, saying that you're done with the bonsai stuff? Uh, yeah. Let's, let's bonsai! So, you're, so you're not. You're, Cole said he trained with me.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, do you want me to read the first one?
1: Well, oh, since it's so, sure, sure. Go ahead. It's your show.
0: <laughs> it's our show.
1: Oh, it's our show. That's not what you say behind closed doors.
0: Okay. Um, all right, so what
1: the, uh, heck, what the heck was that?
0: Sorry, it was whatever. You know, when you click on a website now, the ads just start. It's a pain yeah.
1: Nope, never had that problem. It's my-
0: um, Not on Google.com. Anywho, uh, don't put ground wasp nest on your vagina. Titan muscle warns gynecologists. <laughs> <laughs> the method can cause. <laughs> Sex and increased risk of contracting HIV.
1: <laughs> an all natural treatment. Is that, is that like a glow in the dark rock? Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: an all natural treatment for women looking to rejuvenate and tighten their vagina is giving talk to a serious cause for concern, ground up wasp nest. That's right. Some women are actually using oak galls, tree deformities caused by wasp nest, as an at home remedy for j- vaginal uh, rejuvenation. <laughs> But while some natural ingredients are hailed for the ability to alleviate health problems, Canadian gynecologist Jen Gunter says using this method can have serious long-term implications.
1: Hey, don't do it, hey.
0: Bad formed for you. A uh, daughter wasps lays eggs in a tree's leaf buds so the larva can develop inside. Oak galls are being sold by online retailers, including Etsy, who claim that grounding them into a paste can help
1: tighten the vagina <laughs> and get rid of bad smells. Well, I just have one question. Can you get this
2: on Amazon.com? <laughs>
1: Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like Yeah. We, S- 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 uh, we don't. We don't want to talk about this anymore because
2: this easy. sounds about as legit as the uh, the magic salt lamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Dr. has yeah.
0: you know, <laughs> like the- Sch- 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 slammed the practice on her blog, warning women that using this method could lead to painful sex, a lack of healthy bacteria, and increased
3: risk of contacting HIV. You know, so that's what I yeah I found this story last week and I couldn't believe it because like how many people are so gullible? It's like oh I'll try this you know because like, you know it's just some guy in some posh store going like this is five hundred dollars for this wasp nest that I want you to put on your <laughs> JJ you know <laughs> like, but, if
1: it's, if it, but if it's on the internet people will believe it yeah I'm sure, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you go to one of these local groups that Chris was on I'm sure they have that you know there's probably five stars.
3: Well, I mean, but, so apparently it works, though. Or it in
1: its Yellow Pages.
3: Yeah. But apparently it works, though, because it is technically drying it out to tighten it up. But it's also, they say, it's why you can get sick is because. And
1: that's it's, why it's painful. It's
3: it's painful. They say it's, it's, you're drying yourself out, which it shouldn't be dry.
1: So early menopause. I guess.
3: I don't well, know. It's, I, I it's, don't it's, have that problem.
0: It's called, it's called Kegels. Just, you know, <laughs> that's the way
3: to I Which know. I recently found out they're just as healthy for men to do as women. Yes, it it's very true. Hmm. If you can stop your pee midstream, you got a
0: good KO game going on, gentlemen. And
1: mm. uh,
0: Richard Pryor says you can't. It can be done. It can be done.
3: You know how many times I've been so drunk that you keep going and keep going, and all of a sudden it stops, and then whoop, it starts going again. There you Hold go. Hold
2: on. Can, <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't remember I, last I, time I, I tried I to do have, that. I have done it.
0: Like one time, you know, I was on a call waiting like waiting on a like customer service line for like 40 minutes and I really had to go. <laughs> so Put it I'm, on speaker. <laughs> so I'm on, but I'm on speaker.
1: This is it's, it's it's my fish tank.
0: You can it's just hear it now. You had like the mute button on, like, uh, on the so, I don't like, care. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it.
3: So, <laughs>
2: right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on,
3: okay. You can't. Yeah, this is no longer PG thirteen podcast. <laughs> We're not seeing him go. Pee right now. We're just. Now you're gonna see my- it.
2: I, I just put the microphone near the bathroom. <laughs> um, Jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm trying to, to make myself pee. I, I I I gotta have something there.
1: Think of water. Think of water. Waterfalls. Uh, ocean.
2: Yeah. Right. Inspiration. Put Be from- a little TLC for me. <laughs> Don't go chasing water waterfalls.
3: <laughs> things right. I think
2: I'm ready to go.
1: <laughs> this is this is great great podcasting.
2: All right, here we go. <laughs> Jeez.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah, I stopped. What's <laughs> up now? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. There right. uh, uh, we go. Oh wait, wait! Oh, I, I can't control it. There it goes. Oh, I stopped twice.
1: Hold on. Shake. Evacuation complete.
2: Shake.
1: Shake. You. Oh my god! Oh my god!
2: Yeah. Mission accomplished.
3: <laughs> well, a new know. The- yeah, as a podcasting first.
0: <laughs> um. That was all sound effects, by the way. Then. So you could, so and you could.
2: I'm, now, I'm I'm now hanging to the right. What's up with that? So mask so can tighten your vagina. Okay. Got it. <laughs> all right. Uh, See uh here here on the Ramblecast we don't take breaks to go to the bathroom. <laughs> we just go.
1: Oh geez. Oh my god. And we're still <laughs> PG <PG-13>. thirteen.
2: <laughs> I have not yet sworn.
0: Yeah, not <laughs> yet sworn, and it's just we don't even know for sure if he was really clean. So. Yeah. I have urinated all over this podcast. Just saying. <laughs> so a lot of people have. Uh, who wants to take <laughs> this next story here? The Cookie Johnson.
2: Oh, I'll take that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so... It, this, <laughs> so mom bakes number one cookies for son's first birthday, oh, and I... unfortunately, they did not come out the way that she wanted them to. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and post <laughs> This is
1: awesome. This is- <laughs> it's, 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 dude, she made a ton of them. Like that's a, She's really, for a his like, class. Like, <laughs> it's show and tell time.
3: Dude, there's like 50 penises to
2: people listening on the podcast it's I'm like, sorry I, I, we'll post this in the patrons group as well actually we'll put it in the Facebook group so yeah, everybody can see it but yeah. um so she's got like a trays of these of which okay so,
0: <laughs> so this the story is she she made she got these these cookie cutters and she did it for her four year- old daughter
2: can I can I just say something after
1: the first one? oh wait, this doesn't look like a number one. <laughs>
0: When you make cookies. You make them all at once, and then you bake them. She, once made, she made. Let's three, just say the, she the, made, these, these are, cookies are Catholic most- cookies.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on, seriously? How, who makes fifty cookies at once? <laughs> Unless you have a double oven.
3: <laughs>
2: I wonder where the 18th birthday would work. Dale would be
1: happy. Warm taffy's back.
2: <laughs> oh, but oh, your pod just dropped out. Oh, product fail. Um, <laughs> I can't read anymore. We lose. Next <laughs> term- <laughs> Did we lose Jay? No, I'm here.
0: I'm here. Look at my gift I have presenting right now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, this is going to go into the patrons group because you know you should pay to see this. <laughs> so she, she makes these cookies. She bakes
0: them, and the, the number ones turn out to look a lot like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: did, she, did she take these to school, or what did she, what did she do with them? I don't understand. Oh. <sighs>
0: Uh, no, she actually had it for the party, and uh, the... she had
1: them for the party. It's in your goodie bags, kids. <laughs>
3: <laughs> did Did she put white frosting on them? Uh, no, there was it's blue. <laughs> no, there's
2: actually there's actually blue drops right behind. <laughs> <laughs> Pin the tail on
1: the. Let's see. Uh... Uh, oh my god, that's funny. All
0: right, uh, Nick, you want to <laughs> take the next one?
1: Sure, <laughs> it's a
0: short one. Counting
3: uh, kind of like cookies. All I have is Beatles songs. (laughs) Okay. So... Cookies. In the UK, there's a campaign for people to moon Trump when he comes to to their country. Uh, A lot of people are... Now that the Labor Party has not claimed victory but has become, I guess, a split government, that they don't want Trump coming to the UK. So when he does... There's a, just an active campaign for everyone to drop their trousers and show them their rump. And there's a series of photos of <laughs> of just cartoons mooning.
1: Send them the cookies.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah I was going to say, you could make, make, they could be like the number one president cookies. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: so It's so egomaniacal, like, oh, I'll take those number one president cookies. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: you're,
1: right. you're great, I'm great These cookies, they're great These cookies are huge
3: <laughs> bite, it, bite it on this end, Trump
1: I've never had a cookie this big before
3: yeah. They're the best cookies Believe me, the best cookies
2: I've never
1: won I look like Richard Dixon there I'm sorry, I These are yeah. the
2: hardest cookies I've ever
1: had <laughs> <laughs> I like when my cookies aren't soft Ooh, I sat on one of those cookies
0: Hmm. <laughs> oh Lord! Um,
1: Best cook ever sat uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it,
0: on. I feel bad for <laughs> Theresa May though. She she uh, pulled the snap election. She thought she was gonna um, get reinforced uh, with the conservative uh, parliament, and it ended up just kind of
1: blowing up. Now she you, you never know. You never it's know. Strange,
3: yeah, because uh, you know, the country was kind of going in this really weird conservative thing leaving the eu and and you, you kind of would think i can see where she would think that like oh like we're all moving towards this regret i not regression but like you know towards this movement and all of a sudden no it just backfired like we're gonna well i mean she, she still had she
0: still had the the majority the the thing that was crazy about it was the terrorist attack that happened and uh she also one of the policies that she introduced was going to reduce benefits for uh, the older population there. The um, um, and the pensioners are some of the biggest supporters of the Labor Party. So um, showing that is just it, there was a couple of just bad political mistakes. It, there's still much more Labor in Parliament than uh, – I'm sorry. 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 She's Tory. Tory.
3: Tory. She's Tory.
0: Um, labor is still less than uh, Tories, but the Tories do not have a majority, so they have to rely on uh, the 10 representatives from the DUP party um to to help them pass anything because they can't pass it by themselves fascinating fascinating stuff go back mm. to
1: the go back to the cookies
0: um all right so uh, it is now time for our next verses
1: the second verses of the new season of the new so will we come together or will we
0: twist shouts <laughs>
1: Wow, Jay, Jay did his homework on this
0: one. Um, so uh, yes, I think it was announced last week. I wasn't here last week and having an internet to download the podcast. We,
1: you know, it's sad. the sad thing is, we kept waiting for you to come back.
0: I'm sorry. It just it, I
1: can I said, is he coming back? Is he? Is he not coming back? I don't know. Is he? Um, did his rock? Maybe it was your rock gear uh, was, was screwed the up your internet.
0: Threw it off the the negative ions. Just yeah. So. Um. So, uh, the first, uh, uh. The versus was a success especially for Nick and I cuz we won. Yep. Uh, and still the vote continues on and we're still winning in that vote.
1: You're right. still and the vote is growing.
0: And it's growing. I which I don't get. The
1: cheese people the cheese I,
0: people are just I don't know for sure, but that's the I think it's the biggest voted on versus in the history of the versus. Like well, that, of, it, it yeah.
1: was it was there was a lot of comments, a lot of uh, fun debate going back and forth. Uh, the cheese people obviously misinformed, but you know, no one's criticizing <laughs> anyone.
0: So Jack, you propose this next versus, which is we each pick our favorite Beatles song, or really, it doesn't have to be our favorite. It could be just what we think is going to win the verses. That's a-
1: well, actually, I'm going go with my favorite. But I, the reason I'm doing it is serious has a, uh, radio has uh, the new Beatles station, and I listen to it. My wife I to listen to the Beatles station all the time. I go, what else is there to listen to? It's the Beatles. <laughs> the only thing I don't like is when they go the the, uh, the person that influenced the Beatles. You're yeah, like going. Uh, sometimes you go, "Come on, there's no way that this they even heard of this person. I've never no, heard of this they, person. They, they knew their people. It's true. No, there's some people. Oh, come on, there's some people I've never heard of.
0: Like the movie back there, like the Stones and the Beatles, like Eric Clapton. They'd find these obscure like blues records and stuff like that. But
1: like, I'm telling you, there's some things on there. I go, I've never heard of this song. I've never heard of it. I've never
0: like Applebee's. Okay, like remember, it's the level of taste here that these people have. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jack's not happy. A hole of Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Got <laughs> his grumpy
1: face on. Um, I have automatic grumpy face, which is what I so, have.
0: So uh, now I'm smiling. I think we're dice to see who goes first. Yes.
3: So are we just gonna all pick and then debate, or do you want, or do what? you want to pick and make our case each?
1: Well, pick and make our case. Pick and make our case.
3: And, okay. make, uh, and the, the next person. person. What's that? Yeah. Okay. and uh, we've already ve- we've already vetoed
1: your yeah you can't you can't budget. pick you can't pick eight songs and go oh, it's, like, it's like the whole cheese thing
0: can I, I can I can I uh cheese is great on pizza people can I give some evidence to Jesus. uh so the can Beatles. you have
1: lasagna without cheese
0: the Beatles station uh they they this is how this is what they played recently on, uh, is it focusing here there we yeah, go yeah so even, yeah. they started with Sun
3: king though they didn't start with uh So, Sun King is like pretty.
1: You get you get get one song. It's a medley. There's a hundred songs. There's a hundred songs. It didn't say
0: medley. Medley is a song arrangement.
1: It Didn't say medley though. You get one song. One song. One song. I'm not making the same mistake I made on uh, Bacon versus Cheese. (laughs) Jake, you just weren't
0: smart enough to understand what the best choice was. Oh, also, speaking of which, Jack, I don't, actually, I mean, this is a leftover topic, but look at what I found uh, at uh, Target uh, the other day. A lawn chair?
1: I saw the same things at Target, but they don't have them in Australia. How do you know? Because someone said – they s- have a Target in America, they have to have them Someone in sent me a link saying you cannot buy – they had them on their, their beach thing, but you cannot buy them in Australia. Hmm. Okay. So All there. Right. So pay All attention. Right. Okay. Oh, also, also, if you want to keep going, The Leftovers, I watched that movie with uh, Ice, Ice Cube. And what's the guy from uh, *Sunny in Philadelphia? The Teacher's Fighting.
3: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the Fight.
1: Day. Charlie Day. Uh, the twins from the first season of Leftovers are in that movie. So if you're looking for the wonder what happened to them, they're in that movie.
0: So, uh, Nick, since you and I won, do you want to roll the <laughs> dice first or do you want wait, to? Wait, wait,
1: wait. Is that a rule?
3: Sure, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't really matter,
0: though, does it? No, it doesn't. Because I mean, well, because somebody might pick somebody else's song, you don't <laughs> okay,
3: know? Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you and I should have the right to go first.
1: I I do have two songs, just so I case. will I will roll. Yeah, the you song. should
3: always have a backup. Yeah.
1: Out of a out of a million songs, I we're have. Mean, we're two. rolling dice
3: to see who
0: goes first, second, third, and fourth. So here we go. I will roll first. Wait, 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 wait! Why are you going first? Nick did most. No wait, Nick did most well, of the work. I got a two, so it works out. I'm <laughs> saying Nick did most of the work on the cheese debate. That's true it's it's uh, we work on the podcast the whole after the fact on the the the, the board thing Jack, just you being I, I
1: think you had three posts saying uh pick please pick chase uh, right. so right.
0: so i got a five all right all right good all right uh boston you ready
1: two, two. so you're tied with jay
0: all right action jackson
1: Two. <laughs> oh, two. Wow. <laughs> we'll go again. It's that salt rock thing.
3: Right. So that means I get—I go first, though, right? right. I got a you're four. Definitely first. You're right. Definitely first, Nick.
0: Okay. okay. Now we're just going for second, third, fourth. Boston. Boston, three. Three. Four. So like Jack and I. So, Boston, you're definitely last. <laughs> Great. So I will go again. <clears throat> I got a two. Two. You got a one, one.
1: So, so it basically goes in how we finish last <laughs> week, the verses.
0: So Nick exactly. will go first. I will go second. Uh, Jack will go third, <laughs> and Boston, you'll be last. So Nick, go ahead. All right.
1: I hate that song. <laughs> All
3: I'm
0: just, right, well, I'm just
1: practicing.
3: It's gonna be a little controversial, but uh, not controversial. But it, it's it's actually not a Lennon and McCartney song, which is not a wise choice. But not only is this my favorite Beatle, and my favorite song of the Beatles, it's my favorite you song son of, of all a? time. It's my favorite song of all time, which is George Harrison's Here Comes the Sun.
2: Here comes oh. the sun. Oh, that's a terrible terrible pick. That was a great pick.
0: Here
1: comes the sun.
0: It feels like since it's been here. I can't play too much on YouTube. Right.
1: Here comes
0: the sun. There we go. I'll stop it there.
1: Yeah. I, I, this debate's going to be the hardest. because I like cheese. But how do I how do I how am I going to bash? Here comes a
2: sun to try to win. I will say oh, that I, in I, my I, opinion, that is not George Harrison's best song with the Beatles.
3: OK, OK. Well, that's, let, right, but that's right. There's no wrong choice.
2: Let, let Nick,
0: make his case for except, why, except no. for
1: here comes the sun
3: uh, is is
0: <laughs> is Look. worthy of your versus vote. Go ahead, Nick, you have the floor. Okay,
3: okay. well, like I, said, I, I can't bash you guys' songs cause now, but like a, maybe... In, okay, Okay. I like Heroes in the Suns for a lot of reasons, but mostly it, okay, it's the peak of George's Indian influence. It's completely unique in that it starts out in a Western 4-4, but it also goes in 11-8s, 15-8s. There's lots of different timings in it. It's a bright song. It's a happy song. It's a song that I can listen to over and over again. I don't get fed up with it. It's up there in the same equivalent as and uplifting as... Paul's Let It Be," or John Lennon's "Imagine." It's an inspirational song. It's great. It's kind of like how, um, like Neil Young's harvest album, Heart of, Heart of, I mean, uh, "Heart of Gold was the hit. The old man is the one that lasts. And something was the hit of George's on Abbey Road, but here comes the Sun is the one I let's do way more than I ever do something, even though something's a great song. It's just to me, it's, 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 it showed that Abbey Road, the two con- contributions of George on Abbey Road showed that he not only finally caught up with, uh, with Paul and John, is that he actually, in a, in just in this, in this brief moment, surpassed them, I think, as a songwriter. Uh, but I mean, it's also a unique song in that, like I said, it has a unique timing. It's also the first usage of uh, the Moog synthesizer in Beatles music, which is, you know, you have that, it's just, a, it's a great song. Um, I don't know. Like, there's so many ways to talk about it, though, but it's just—it's my favorite by far. Uh, it's, it's a great acoustic song. And I love acoustics. And the harmonies are great on it, too. It's one of those songs that you hear Paul and, and uh, George singing really together. And it, I mean, it's, it, John didn't play on this track, sadly, but uh, it's, a, it's a, my favorite.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, Abbey Road's... Uh, it's up... It's challenges is my favorite just because the harmonies on Abbey Road is the best Beatles harmonies. Yeah. the end, I would argue.
3: I mean, I, I I always say this to a lot of people. Like, from a technical point of view, um, I pick Revolver as my favorite album. But uh, to listen to and record just for pleasure, it'll always be Abbey Road. I mean, that's, Abbey Road is just a that's great. My
0: same battle is Revolver and uh, and Abbey Road, and I kind of go in between. Which one? Which one mm-hmm. do, I, do I go for? Um, okay, now we have a chance to respond to Nick's uh, thing, either yay or nay. Um, Nick, I will say I'm with you. I love George Harrison. I think – actually, I think he's kind of getting his due now. A lot of people, I think, are on the George Harrison train.
3: Yeah, Uh, I mean because George – without George, there is no Beatles, as in like the Beatles sound because you know, there's so many tracks. Like you take Norwegian Wood, you take And I Love Her. There's so many songs that George made those songs just by his influence of playing for Norwegian Wood, the, uh, the sitar on that track. Um, for uh, I'm only sleeping. That's the first track that you have uh, backwards guitar solo. That's the first time anyone had ever done a backwards guitar solo. It's great, you know. Um, the I and I love her Paul song, like he, that. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, George just made that up on the spot. I mean, there's so many things he did that made the Beatles the
2: Beatles. All right. So I, I will agree with you. It's a fantastic song and. Was my first pick. So (laughs)
1: um,
2: um, I I will give you uh, a little bit of credit for the song and a little bit of a, a backstory from me. So you mentioned it kind of it's one of the happier and more uplifting songs. And that's that is probably where I got my inspiration to initially pick that. Uh, there's there's so many to pick from, so I have plenty of backups. It's not a problem, but I'll tell you that uh, during a real low time, not a low time, but a, a, a hard time in my in my life, which was when um, um, when my wife was going through uh, cancer treatment. I had brought my wife in on St. Patrick's day three years ago for a double mastectomy and I had to leave her at the hospital for like nine hours. And so I, I, I instead of staying in there, at the hospital, I took off and I went home and it was kind of like a dreary day, but I was coming home, uh, to stop at the house, pick up a few things. And I was changing the interstates and I was coming down towards my house and, uh, it was a dreary day. And then all of a sudden the sun literally just popped out of the sky and I turned on the radio and that song was on. So it was like a, for me, it was like a moment of like, all right, everything's going to be just fine. You know? So I have like a, a special place in, in my heart for here comes the sun. And yeah. uh, I think it's a beautiful song and a, and a great pick.
3: And I'll tell you, I'll tell you more about that song, which is really interesting. Um, Cause George had, had kind of copied Lennon style in 67 because Lennon wrote pretty much all the songs for Sergeant Pepper off of just things he saw on the TV or things you're in the newspaper, just like whatever I see, I'm going to write a song about it. And George actually had left the Beatles during the get back, let it be session because he was just tired of Yoko and he was tired of Paul being commanding. And he was sitting in Eric Clapton's yard and he saw this weirdly weird Asian calendar sitting down and on the yeah, I top sing. of yeah, I, yeah. And on the top right corner, it was a picture of a, an Asian man and an Asian woman with an umbrella and it was raining on him. But you could see the sun peeking up over the clouds. And that's where he said, oh, here comes the sun and started to write that, you know, and he was, you know, it was also reflective of his time because like he was kind of down because he was not went in a band. And it's like everything's going to be great. And that's that really just captures that moment. And it's it's such a just a great song. But that's why that's why it's my favorite. I don't get tired of listening to it ever. Good pick, Jack. Any other thoughts? Or
0: we'll it's, it's, it's
1: hard. It's hard to be negative because it is a Beatles song, and it's a great, it's a fantastic song. Like Nick said, you don't get tired. It's on the radio. You're going to listen to it, right? Yep. The only problem is if you play it backwards, <laughs> it does say I voted for Trump. Whoa. So I'm just saying, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick, here comes the sun. Just remember, play it backwards, and you're going to regret <laughs> that vote. So I'm just saying, it's a fantastic song. Mm-hmm. Just don't play it backwards.
0: Dirty, some dirty, some dirty politics from Jack there on that one. All right, so uh, we'll we'll go to uh, my pick now.
1: I voted for Trump. Just remember that. Here comes the sun.
0: So uh, my my pick, if
1: I could pick, my favorite, every other song by the Beatles.
0: No, <laughs> is the thing that I think means the most to me for the Beatles, as just far as just pure Beatles. I mean, like my own life personally, but even kind of my own life personally is. The last, the last section of Abbey Road, which is this medley of all these little songs, these little like one minute songs. I can't pick it, so I'm not going to. But I'm just gonna say that Abbey Road is technically the last Beatles album, um, chronologically speaking. And it's just it, that something about that last medley just seems so like like a like a, a period on that mo- their music, and it just has a bit of everything from that. That's why I love it. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, I can't pick that, and that's fine. So I'll pick. My just singular favorite Beatles song, um, and it's this little ditty off of uh, Sergeant Peppers. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's Day in the Life, uh, the closing track on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Um, I remember listening to this song as as a youth, a young youth, um, that was like just getting into music. And it was just something that was just so bombastic and insanely creative about this song. Um, and, and the thing that just always moved me was the crescendo in it, where it's just this crazy crescendo, slightly off-tune. Because Paul is like, what, would we do? what if we did this sl- off-tune? And, yeah, a 20-bar rise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... um. And uh, it's it's a classic case of, like, John uh, writing some parts and Paul writing uh, another part. And you can just tell the difference between John and Paul's styles so distinctly in this song. Um, and then quite possibly one of the greatest chords ever played in the history of music um, is the closing chord uh, at the end of A Day in the Life, where it's just like... <clears throat> Uh, which apparently they ha- they played with on like eight different pianos at- all at the same time, just try and get that that feel. I um, mean, they held that chord for what like thirty nine seconds or something like that. Um, so just just I think an an amazing song, um, just from a composition standpoint. Uh, it closes out what many consider the Beatles' greatest album, uh, that really set off and and charted the summer of love in nineteen sixty seven. Uh, recently, celebrating its fiftieth anniversary, "A Day in the
3: Life" by the Beatles. Okay, Say, it's a, it's a, it's actually what I told Chris as I got my prediction for Jay's pick. If he doesn't get the Abbey Road, is a Day in the Life. It's a, it's a good safe pick. It usually tops the uh, the number one spot on all Beatles definitely a, lists.
1: definitely a safe pick. But if you play it backwards, yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, I, have, I, love, I support Hitler. I'm just saying. That's what, that's, what it, that's what it says. I'm just saying.
3: Um, I, I like A Day in the Life. I think it's a, it is a an absolutely beautiful song. Um, but it, it, to me, it's one of those songs that I have to be in the mood to listen to. It's not something I'm just going to like, oh, I want to hear a Day in the Life, because it, it is a bit of a downer song uh, of just the fact that people are dying and there's holes in the road. And, um but also, actually, it's because I'm such a huge Beach Boy fan that I have a lot of issues with Sgt. Pepper and the fact that it was Paul's album of trying to be Brian Wilson. And there's no better case for Paul trying to be Brian Wilson than A Day in the Life. Because the little bit there where he's going, woke up, fell out of bed, is is almost a straight copy of Brian Jag Wilson's... home
1: across my scalp. Yeah,
3: yeah. But it's, it's almost a straight copy of Vegetables written by Brian Wilson where it's like, I want to be around my vegetables. It's because it's, it, he was actually at that recording session in 66. And so like, every time I hear that, I think.
1: So you're saying uh, this song is a ripoff. No,
3: not the whole song, not the linen parts, just the
1: so, part. so the cheese guys are, are kind of going at it already. Yeah, a little bit. I'm out to win it. Brute. I'm
3: out to win it.
1: There's dissension in the cheese group, man. Yeah.
3: No, I. I no
1: solidarity I, I, anymore. Yeah.
3: I can't really knock uh a Day in the Life," it is—it's a, a great, great song. And it it is—it's is definitely a high point on Sergeant Pepper. I love "Within Without You" a lot because it's George. Um, yeah, and and uh, and "A Day in the Life" and "Losing the Sky of Dimes. I actually like the Lennon compositions more than I do any of the Paul compositions on.
2: So you're saying "A Day in the Life" is kind of like a slice of a Brian Wilson song? A little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Cause like, okay, look, smile, which was supposed to be come out in January of 67 was probably one of the greatest album ever made. And Brian just couldn't pull it together. Uh, and
2: his concept did you was it kind of crumbled before him.
3: It did. Well, <laughs> it's because the thing is, is that he was, he basically wrote the album in three sections, but he couldn't get it confined to the 23 minutes per side of one record. And so that was his really biggest obstacle aside from Brian, Mike love being a total prick. Um,
1: Whoa, 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 Nick!
0: Oh, on the uh, a-hole, not an a-hole. He is, uh, he is definitely. Squir- he's a, he's a, he is
1: the. I don't, a-hole. I, I don't think you can use that word on a PG podcast, though. What a prick! <laughs> well, now we've said it twice. I apologize. <laughs> so I, are what you're saying? is – Are you is, saying is, that Mike is loves this? A, is a P because he's bald? Is that what it is?
3: No, he always wears a baseball cap though, so you don't really quite know if he's bald or oh, not.
1: I can tell you for a fact: <laughs> if he's wearing a baseball
2: cap all the time, he's bald.
3: Every musician in history, when they say Mike Love, they say Brick.
2: <laughs> so, are you saying that Jay's pick isn't any good unless it's paired with something else? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's automatic win now.
3: <laughs> Look, guys, you still have to pick your two. You still have to believe I'm gonna
0: rip yours to apart too. <laughs> right, let's just let's just finish out my section here with the chord to, to end all chords. <laughs>
1: Again, I have no problem with your picks except for you playing backwards.
3: Yeah, that, that, I think the way Paul described it was that they wanted to have, you know, because it's two, it's two 20 bar segments. They wanted it to be an orgasm of music, is what they wanted that to be. It's they just, wanted
1: to be better than Mike Love. Yeah,
3: <laughs> which isn't hard. Uh, I like Mike. What, what's wrong with Mike Love? No, it's because Mike was. You know, he, was just, he, he was just bitter because he didn't have the talent that Brian did, but he wanted always to have half the song but, credits. But, but Brian he,
1: but Brian had the talent. I mean, he, yeah, you know, but that's what I
3: mean. Like you can't be both. Like you can't be Jimmy Page and Robert Plant at the same time. You have to be I'm one
1: Jimmy one. Page. Yeah. I'm Jimmy Page. i like God thinking about the Beatles. But
3: yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is that Brian wanted to make, he wanted to progress the same way as every other musician in the 60s did. He did something different every album. And Mike didn't want to do that. He wanted to stay with that Beatles, that Beach Boy sound of just girls and cars. And Brian was like, no, that's boring. We're going to dry go, up.
0: Go, if we go do join
1: that. Jan and Dean, all right? Just go uh, join Jan and can Dean. I
0: say one of my uh, favorite uh, bits that Jimmy Fallon does is, is like uh, behind the song or the first takes of songs. And uh, he does a great one uh, with the Beach Boys. Uh, oh yeah, I've uh, seen that one. Yeah, person, um, Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah.
1: You ever seen the mini- You've seen the miniseries of the Beach Boys? Did we watch that, Jay?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, the one with uh, that. Where
1: TV. Where Brian Wilson's dad is really uh, is a it jerk. It, He's oh yeah.
0: On the a hole, not an a hole. The Beatles. Uh, Brian Wilson's dad is.
2: That's that's, Be- that's Beach Boys. That's oh. Beach Boys.
1: Yeah. He, Anyone- sold, he
0: sold their songbook for what hundred grand or something like that.
2: Uh, yeah, let's be honest. The best the best the Beach area. Boy is Uncle Jesse.
1: <laughs> Actually, I, I saw the Beach Boys twice and once
2: was Uncle Jesse was the drummer. What the Beach think? Boys was my first ever concert. Nice.
0: All right, so that is uh my pick there. A Day in the Life.
1: Day in the Life. Um Jackson, I, guess, I guess I'm next. I you know, I I debated going with Lovers Lament or going with something peppy. Something peppy. And I went with a song that it was the first Beatles song that I actually remember listening to and going, who is that? I was probably a seven or eight. And I go, I like these guys. And it was Help. Help. And, and that's what I, I, was, I was debating between Yesterday and Help. And I went with Help because that's the song that I remember. Plus, I wanted something peppy. I knew you guys would go with the ballad thing.
2: I need somebody help. Not just anybody help. You know, I need someone
1: They're
3: basically crying out for help. It's like a- exactly that's to as say, like Jack wants to go with the suicidal song. So yeah. it's
1: but exactly, but it's it's just it's such a it's it just when you're driving, it's a great driving song. I just I just love that song. Like, it, be honest with you, there's not too many Beatles songs I'm going to sit there and bash. Right, I'm trying. Oh, to
3: really? You mean the one that, that says that uh, I voted for Trump and then I support Hitler?
1: <laughs> well, if you play him – it's not my fault you play them backwards. <laughs> this one says it help if you play it backwards. It's help the poor. Oh, you know, uh-huh. help your fellow neighbor. I mean,
2: it's just I can't, I can't make this stuff up. This is a fill phil- a, a psychological ploy on your behalf, which is very well played because I think that the the, the giving nature of our listeners who are on the Facebook group are going to see the poll and they're immediately going to want to help you. Um, <laughs> in- <laughs> well, they didn't help me last week. Should they should have picked a little. Help. He should
3: have picked a little help with my friends then.
2: <laughs> so su- subconsciously, they're going to feel guilted into voting for you. That's true. Well, well played. They, they, but it's a great... It, but come on, is it not a great song?
0: It's a great song, but it's not like, you know, it's not changing the world, like,
1: Oh, does it? Does every song have to change the world? Can't the song just be a good song? Why does everything? Oh, they can't be in the Hall of Fame because they didn't. They didn't change the world with their music. It was a. It's a. You put if that's on the radio, you're not going to change the dial. You're, you're going to listen to that song. Yeah,
0: but when, if you're going up against uh, uh, "Here Comes the Sun" and "And a Day in a Life," you're squarely in third place right
1: now. Well, if, <laughs> if I vote, for, if I if I voted for Trump and support Hitler, sure. <laughs> If I want to help people and help help mankind, then yeah, I'm going to vote for help. No, I mean, helps I a mean, great it song. Has, it has help right in the name. I, like I said, I could have gone. There was so many songs because since I suggested this, I, you know, you listen to the Beatles station and you're, you go, oh, that's a great song. Oh, that's a great song. Why don't I pick that song? I should pick that song. But I mean, there's, there's so many different songs I could have picked. but I said, nope, I'm going to stick with the song because it's sentimental to me. That's hmm. a song when I was a kid. I heard and said, I love these guys. And I got and, you know, and back and, and when I would, in fact, I came back to them when I was in my early teens, late teens, early 20s. And that was when I lost my whole collection. I used to have 144 cassette tapes. And Dorothy Hamill wanted something peppy, something uh, peppy. And I was in Palm Desert where the temperature was like 115 degrees. So I said, oh, sure, Mrs. Hamill, I'll go out and get you. So I got, went out and got her Van Halen, some Beatles stuff. I think one Beatles sang in Van Halen. Well, I left the thing open on my front seat, them? 144 tapes, <laughs> about 500 bucks. It was a, when I, by the time I got off work, it was a big ball of plastic. And I was able to salvage like six tapes, but not the cases. I was able to cut the things across. It took me for hours. So yes, Dorothy Hamill. Cost, I had every Beatles album on tape, the greatest hits album. I mean Everything Beatles I had, and Dorothy Hamill killed my collection. So there. So just for that, you should help me out and vote for help. me. Help. Pity vote. pity
0: vote. Um, any any right. other arguments here for Jack's selection of Help?
3: I mean, Help's no. good. It's, it's pre-Pot Beatles, so it's not the most creative song in the world. Uh, oh, they wasn't.
1: were on Pot during that time? Come they, on. Actually,
3: they entered, They were introduced to
2: Pot in early 65. Can, can you not <laughs> say that they were on Pot? <laughs> <laughs> What do you want to say? We were on the they
1: were on the number, on did the number ever, one. Cookie. Did you
2: ever listen to a Beatles album? I'm just saying, we they were stoned or they were high because. But you know, that's
1: not that's not what we said you're in the sixties.
2: This person's on pot. Sounds like you're in eighth grade health class, learning that's, the world of THC.
1: That's even we how were, they
2: we said were, it back then. That's how so. we said it in the sixties, man.
0: In fairness, yeah. If we're going historically accurate references here, but there well, inter- you're they on were
1: pot, man. They, you support Trump. And you support Hitler.
3: <laughs> they were introduced to to whatever, whatever boss wanted me to call it. <laughs> they were stoned throughout the filming of the film. Help for the first time, Bob Dylan introduced them to it, and that's why Rubber Soul is such a drastic change in their songwriting. Hey, but I mean, if I'm gonna go, with, if I'm gonna go with a song off of them, Help, though, like, Ticket to Ride is way more creative than Help
0: is. The,
1: an, an, another great song, but it wasn't the first song that I remember mm. in my, my youth.
0: Has, has that kind of classic Ringo. Drum lick, where it just people don't give Ringo enough credit, but his drum licks are you—you you hear it and you know the song.
3: What song are you talking about? Which one? Ticket to Ride. Yeah, Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride is is, and, is really the most uh, creative original song on the album. Help, other than Yesterday. And
1: an, another thing about this this Beatles station is you find out that you know you hear the solos work they do, uh-huh. and Ringo Starr doesn't get enough credit. His solo stuff—he has a lot of great songs as a soloist. Yeah. So I'm just saying. And, you know, if you like Ringo, you'll vote for help.
3: I say no,
1: no, no, no. I don't smoke it no more. Smoke it no more. <laughs> I'm tired of waking up on the floor. I got All right,
0: uh, last. Last song. I'm on,
1: I'm on pot. So help me, please.
0: <laughs> I will say if anybody did pick a uh, little help from my friends where I would say Joe Cocker is the better version. So you can. not Yeah, even- agreed. Agreed. Um, all right, uh, let's close it out with Mr. Chris in
2: Boston. Your pick
0: was taken yes. by... Yes, so, so
2: <laughs> my, my second pick was actually a very close, if not a tie, with the first. And I, I'm also going to go with a, a George Harrison song Damn off it, of uh, the, White, the White Album. Oh. Um, and this may be one of, in my opinion, one of the coolest guitar songs um, by the Beatles. For a number of, and a couple of reasons but the actually the the inspiration behind the song is also something that i think is is pretty cool and i Please. learned a lot more about the song after researching and looking at some and making sure i knew what my picks were for this week but that song is while my guitar gently weeps I thought for sure you're going with piggies. <laughs> so th- this song, this song was written uh, amidst a time in which the Beatles were kind of uh, at each other's throats, right? So this is it was a it was a tough time for the Beatles. And going back to his his Eastern influences, as you were mentioning earlier, Nick, he he actually uh, George Harrison uh, looked at what the the Chinese I Ching, which is an ideology. Um, that is prevalent in China that has more to do with the idea that um, like Eastern concepts are everything is um, relative to everything else, as opposed to the Western conflict of things are merely just always coincidental. Um, So he wrote this song after looking at the I Ching and he actually opened the book up to a page um, that uh, he opened up the page and he saw the words gently weeps. And then he just decided to write a song surrounding that kind of going along with how everything is related to each other. So he wrote this song Um, and someone who was not credited initially for his contributions on the song. But this song features the one and only Eric Clapton uh, playing uh, George Harrison's Les Paul. Um, and and as part of one of the the guitar tracks on the song too. So just amazing guitar work on the song, but there's also a very cool lyric um, that was omitted from the, um, from the actual song, uh, which I thought was very, very cool. So the unused line was with the line that started off the song and it says the problems you sow are the troubles you're reaping. Still my guitar gently weeps. And I think that that, those two lines, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed that they're not in there. I think that it, it, it's just the, the, the song is amazing. And I think that it, it tells a real story of like, of sadness. So it's kind of like the opposite of here comes the sun uh, for me, but uh, beautifully written. And it's one in, in my opinion, and in, in many people's opinions, one of the best guitar songs ever written.
3: Yeah. it's actually, there's actually another verse too that was left off the studio version. If you listen to the acoustic version there's original demo. There's actually a, another I verse. Yeah, that's the one off the love. Yeah, the love mm-hmm. track. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really yeah. Um, he had he had played Paul and George the original acoustic demo of it, and they both passed on it. They didn't like the song, and but like, like you said, they were fighting. Um, they really weren't getting along. And so George just said, Hell with you guys. Um I'm gonna record it anyway. And that's when he the said hell
2: with you guys.
3: Yeah, help you guys, I'm gonna play it anyway. That's very Paul. But uh uh so he uh probably
0: gotta do like the head bob.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I said, I like my track better than yours. <laughs> of course,
1: according, uh, to J- according to Jay Paul McCartney is a He is A-hole. an A hole. Yeah. He's uh, not an a-hole. Paul there's Paul. no way Paul McCartney's an a-hole.
0: He's, he's the biggest a-hole. Out of, well, no, actually, I think John Lennon's the biggest a-hole. Paul's the second biggest.
3: Well, yeah, I, it depends on what you – yeah. like Paul was an a-hole because he always wanted them to work. He always had the most songs. And John was just an a-hole because he had issues. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, but anyway, so, um, so George was like, you know, I'm going to li- make the- I
1: like them all for the record. You
3: know, I'm going to make the track anyway, so – he decided to bring Eric in because okay, I need someone to play lead while I play the acoustic, and that's what snapped them all together because it was like, oh, mm-hmm. we're bringing in a guest. Okay, so it, 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 it uh, energized Paul. That's why Paul wrote that intro on the piano that dun, da, dun, da, dun, da, da, da You know, that mm-hmm. wasn't originally part of the song. So, like, right. you know, it, it made them all collaborate because they didn't want to all be pricks in front of this guest I, musician.
2: I, I, I it almost stuff, didn't happen plan. too because yeah. Clapton was like, no, people don't. Appear on Beatles tracks—that just doesn't right. happen. You know, and can I say he something, would, he is making the case for Chris.
3: Yeah, yes. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big George fan. So.
0: Okay, so let me let me counter. Let me counter. I want to counter this. And again, I love Wild Wild Magic Touch. my favorite songs of all time. it's, one, it's,
1: it's, it's hard to say it's bad.
0: One, uh, George Harrison is a fantastic guitar player, and he should just played.
1: But he was, but he was, but he was an hole, right, Jay. No, mm-hmm. he just
0: no, he didn't have enough confidence in himself. But that man, like his slide guitar, is some of the most beautiful slide guitar work. Period. The end. Absolutely. And I think he could have easily handled the lead in that song. Instead of oh, I,
3: yeah, Eric Clapham. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Like you look at all things must past which is his first solo record. He hardly plays any lead on that. He lets Eric play most of it. But it's like, what are you crazy? And then um, the concert for Bangladesh album, which is the first triple. Uh, actually, it's the first triple record to win. I think uh, album of the year, which is a con- it was a benefit concert. Uh, the Bob Dylan track on it called uh, uh, takes a long train to crap. I forget the name of which one it is. But anyway, but George is playing slide on it, but he was so not confident in it. You can barely hear him playing it. But if you just try to isolate the audio, you can hear George playing the slide on this Bob Dylan track. It's like, man, why did you not turn the, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the board up? It's so great. Um, but yeah, I'm trying, it, 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 the only thing, been. the only right. thing I didn't like about, the only thing I don't like about, and I, I agree with Eric, Eric didn't want to play lead on it because like, like uh, Chris said, is that no one that wasn't a Beale didn't play on Beale's records, and so they took George, I mean, they took Eric's guitar solo and they put it in a wobbler uh, on the board to give it that Beatle sound kind of, and so it kind of takes away from the the uh, the guitar solo. Uh, but that's why you have that, it's that weird sound because Eric's guitar would have sounded too creamish, so they tried to make it sound. Mm-hmm like
0: Beatles. uh the second thing that i have against this track is similar to what i was talking about i have, help have you on. have you made one have you made one i made the first one was that he should have played the lead himself because okay uh,
1: all right well, all right okay
0: second thing is that uh same rule that i give to uh, i for my friends that the joe cocker one was better uh how how can you not uh, talk about prince's amazing uh run on that solo uh, for the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction of George Harrison in, what, 2004?
2: That's incredible.
0: Uh, yeah. Where, like, Prince literally lit George Harrison's son's face on fire. You see it in the video. <laughs> uh, so you're, just, you're, so you're saying when,
1: when Hart did the tribute to uh, Led Zeppelin that heart version was better than stairway to heaven no,
0: no, i'm saying you cannot watch i mean it's one of the best solos ever captured on film it was Did it was
2: one now? of the best covers ever captured on film and he, they didn't even capture it all they had to cut the recording because he just kept playing it was amazing um so
0: i again i mean you can't really if i'm just like i'm probably with negatives out of out of nothingness but still, I, I, hate those, when, I hate
1: when people do that
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. legit, jack not uh, no, it was, my uh, only
1: my only negative <laughs> you, like if you play it backwards it says I had dinner at Jeffrey Dahmer's house last night so,
2: mm. mm-hmm. so <laughs> and I ate bacon <laughs> I had cheese people bacon so I,
3: <laughs> <laughs> even so better it, than real bacon
1: <laughs> so it's it's hard to criticize the song but again if you play it backwards there's a message to it that really is is that what you want for your children
2: to listen is to? Is that, that a figure? number one candle or is that a slab <laughs> of bacon? I can't tell. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you is that, that never, a finger, is I, that a I, finger? You know. or is that he,
3: <laughs> even? George said that uh, he didn't like the studio version of that song as much. So I, th- I actually think he likes the and I do too the uh, the concert of Bangladesh live version. I think it's the superior version of "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." It's just um as a much more up feeling to it. And like, I, I like the acoustic version personally I think it's just a like, yeah. beautiful
0: little song it's, yeah. but I mean they're all good they're well good. there it is
1: you know all it's right, funny so there we, we, we picked four songs we could have easily picked another 30 or 40
3: oh absolutely I, I mean the, my, my two backups no one even mentioned so I mean I, there's so many Beatles songs I love well, well, like, well, uh, I what meant, was your
1: backup my, my, ba- my backup was yesterday
3: okay both off the Help record interesting okay
0: um, Jack's a bun patty bun kind of guy.
3: Yeah, my my backup I know would not have won at all, but it's just I love it for a lot of reasons. Which was um, "I'm Only Sleeping" by John off the Rubber Award record. Okay. I like it. I like it because it's got one of the greatest uh, upward scale hooks I think in one of the Beatles songs ever. It's just like you know, um, which is a uh, keeping an eye on a world going by my window. It's just. It's just. It's just such a great. The song. Wake me, no, don't shake me.
0: Leave me where I am. I'm only I won't about that track is it's not on the American pressing of Revolver.
3: No, it's not. It's on uh, ye- yesterday and today, off of um, which is that. But it's it's on the UK version of Revolver. So I go by the UK because those are the original intents. Um, but also it's also the first track I said earlier with it's the first time you have backwards guitar song in it, which is also George influence. It's just such a great, um, I don't, it's another song I don't get fed up of hearing. It's just so different. Uh, actually I love revolver. What, what, it's not a bad what, track what, on revolver.
1: What Beatles song do you not want to hear? Mr. Moonlight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I just don't like Mr. Moonlight. I don't like a lot of the songs up for sale other than like eight days a week. And I'm a loser and some other ones. Uh, and then the other track, I, my, my third pick was uh, Happiness is a Warm Gun, another Lennon choice.
1: Good I,
3: I love it because it's basically kind of like what Jay was saying with the B-side of Abbey Road is that John had three to four little little bitty segments, and he strung them all together and made a masterpiece. And it's just a great, great song. And it makes no sense whatsoever, but it's a great track. No one had really done that before in, in music.
1: Yeah. No uh, yellow submarine in there.
0: No, it's on revolver though, so you got that going for you. I mean, I, 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 I do yeah. like
1: yellow submarine.
3: Yellow
0: submarine's great. Yeah, right. uh, it's revolution. Revolver, I, I, was it's Revol- Revol-
1: Revol- I was thinking Revol- Revol- I was thinking revolution
0: for Re- revolver. You got you got Eleanor Rigby, amazing. Like I, Elmore, Eleanor Eleanor Rigby another favorite of mine. But tax man, That's a great one. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The I'm the
3: a track, a tax man. I so love amazing. you
0: too. The track that I think is amazing on revolver is tomorrow never knows. Like it's such a f- futuristic sounding track. Right?
3: And who would have thought with Tomorrow Ever Knows that someone could walk into the studio and say, I'm going to play a song just by strumming C and make a great song. And it's crazy. <laughs> Incredible. And that, that kind of goes back to what Chris was saying with with George uh, quoting the I Ching. This is basically John reading the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Like most of those lyrics are direct from that. So it shows, you know, what they're reading, all the Eastern influences, because that's all that, you know, turn off your mind, relax and float downstream. That's, that's what all that's about. It's just like let go of the material world, let go of your possessions, just go with the way life naturally flows. And it's, it's great. I mean, that's, that's what was great about Beatles records anyway, is that, you know, as they matured, they were, they were teaching us, they're teaching everybody, like, this is what I learned here. Like, you go out and learn yourself.
2: You know i had my 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 third pick so that i i'll tell you my while well, my guitar gently weeps was my second pick the third one was for me was one of the probably the most popular and most successful beatles songs having nine weeks in the as a number one song in the united states um it's a touching touching song um it's that's hey jude yeah um hey jude's an a, amazing song but the, the inspiration behind Hey Jude is actually what kind of did it for me. So, for those who don't know, um, back when uh, John was banging Yoko and uh, <laughs> split up, his, more or less split up his, his marriage, um, you because
0: know, he so. He actually got tried to get his friend to sleep with his wife so that he could sue his wife for custody. Yeah. So he was cheating on his own wife with Yoko.
2: So Julian, um, which was the son of, uh, is it S- Cynthia? John I believe yeah. Cynthia yeah. and John. Um, that's the, the song "Hey Jude" is is actually about him because after the breakup, there was a time in which you know Cynthia and and Julian were kind of left in the lurch while John went off and was banging the, the new broad. Um, but uh, he <laughs> went. Paul McCartney went and visited um, them at home. Uh, to kind of offer, you know, consolation, and on the way back from that from that visit, he wrote the song "Hey Jude" as a way to to help console uh, uh, at the time a, a very young Julian. Yeah,
3: the original title was uh, "Hey Jules," but it just right. didn't, didn't have the sound,
2: so he changed.
1: And then it Yoko heard Jude. that song and said, "I'm breaking up the Beatles." Is that how how it went? Yeah,
3: <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's that's like, the songs do.
2: But the as I say, the lyric though, the one of one of the lyric, it's it's so simple, but it just stands out to me. Is you take you take you take a sad song and make it better, is like yeah, one of the most ultimate compliments you can give to somebody. And you know, just to think of what type of you know an impact that it may have or probably had on on Julian growing up, and of course, uh, John's a strange wife. <laughs> um, so there's something I love about Hey Jude, and I think
0: it's it's highlighting something about. Uh, paul that maybe doesn't get enough credit i gets a lot of credit but is his bass looks were always amazing and in the love uh mix of hey jude like it, it brings out the baseline from hey jude and it's such a good baseline mm. you're know, like it's like boom so do you guys still want to change your picks it's so good. Anyway.
3: Well, it's the same it's the same as like like something i mean he loved paul loved something and he wanted it. To- be a part of that track I and mean, you listen to the bass on something he's all over the place and it's it's unbelievable yeah so
0: good so good all right uh so there you go people it is officially here comes the sun versus a day in the life versus i don't know some run-of-the-mill pre uh, help rap- if
1: you play it, if you play it backwards it's still help
0: no no one picked a paul song how sad um,
1: well, I thought, uh, Dana life is a Paul, in a, in a, and uh, hmm. and we and we know that you guys are gonna want to pick other songs, but these are the four songs you have to choose from. You can, add, you can in the in the comment section, you can say, yeah, I would have picked this song. I would have picked this song. I'd be you, you have know, to
0: vote for one of these four.
1: These are the four you have to vote for again. And we know that the Beatles, there's probably again, if we would have picked ours I, I could have picked ten songs easily
3: i'm I'm really surprised Jake. I really thought you were going to go to the octopus's garden you know i I really thought you know I could picture you you know a young lad you know having some mentos going like man, that's deep man that's that's octopus man he's making a
1: garden now when did I that know, s- when did that song come out 66, 69. 69 i was i was seven so I probably wasn't getting too many mentos at sixty seven Maybe I seventy. Say.
0: I give. I give. Uh, uh, I'll give him some credit for going a little more sophisticated with help because I w- I could have sworn he went with "Twist and Shout" or "She Loves You." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's what I'm I thought. Yeah. Telling, at no, least
1: I I, I, a, I, it, I love those songs. Don't get me wrong. You would have gone scared.
2: with a Ferris Bueller defense.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, we used to do yeah, that. The, the
0: Ferris Bueller defense. It's a it's a historic case. It's exactly. <laughs>
1: I, we should do that at the rink. We we just to piss off the the uh, at the ice ice capades, it's the, the, it's the mall we're in.
0: The Johnny Cochran the, uh, Chewbacca defense. It's his Ferris Bueller. Defense. Exactly,
2: exactly, exactly. <laughs> Scream of <laughs> the, at the tub- title: The Ferris Bueller Defense. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, um,
1: so there. No, I, I, I. So, what other song would you've gone with, Jay? Other than all the other Beatles songs to.
0: I mean, I think some good ones that people might a uh, Blackbird, In My
3: Life. Um, in My Life's a good one.
2: See, Blackbird, I, I was toying with the idea of Blackbird, but I don't think it was nearly as, mm, I, I dare say, complex of a, of a choice.
3: It, it was in, the only case you can really make for Blackbird is that it is a beautiful acoustic song, but it's, only, it's one of the very few times Paul actually wrote a political song. Like he he always wrote a love song, always, and Blackbird is one of the few times he's like, oh, I'm I'm black like... crap, yeah. Nobody so like, uh, about yeah, it's funny, it's funny because you know, right? For, for people who might not know English slang, bird is woman, you know, and so that's why he's a black woman, you know, singing into the night. It's like, oh, that's what he means. Uh, it's funny, like I, I mean, they like, go to, like Bob Marley and Three Little Birds. Like, I, how many people actually think that they're like, "Oh man, he makes you can picture, like Three Little Birds outside your house"? Like, he means three women sitting outside his door singing. That's what he means. But you can, I mean, that's what's <laughs> great. about that's um, what's um, great. About I'm,
2: song.
1: Sorry, I'm sorry, I, I forgot. to uh, Nick, I'm say spoiler alert. Oh
3: yeah, spoiler. Yeah. The song's been around for forty years. Well,
1: if, if someone, <laughs> if someone wants to give us a bad review. Maybe Red Mike. If, uh, if, uh, if, if anyone's going to
3: give us a bad review, it's going to be AT and T. For this <laughs> um, all right,
0: so and,
1: and Paul McCartney, who's still alive and is an a hole, so <laughs> and <laughs> along with Mike Love, yeah, yeah. Uh, did
0: you guys talk about Wonder Woman last week without me? Or did we did not, we no. were
1: waiting for you. They're we waiting waited for, the for you. Here we
0: go, our Wonder Woman review. It's nice at the end of the podcast because if you haven't seen it, you can just stop listening now. So, before,
1: ex- 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 before you stop listening,
0: exactly, I want to thank you for making this show possible. Our patrons, especially Tech from Tokyo Echo Creator and Molly the Millennial. Give us a call at 385 311 Give us an email at janejack at gmail.com. And join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash Jack group. Also, there's a lot of exclusive stuff that is posted on our patrons Facebook group, especially by Chris in Boston. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you are a patron at $5 or more a month, you get access to this Facebook group. So become a patron today. All right. So Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Uh, I absolutely loved this film uh it, it, the dc movies post the dark knight trilogy have been crap yep and this one was a pretty damn good superhero movie if not one of the best superhero movies i've seen in a while
2: yeah yeah uh, oh nick you you should go nick uh, now so you can be kind of the, the not the polarizing but not maybe not the no. no, no you guys can that. go
3: ahead and be the positive i mean i'm using the negative I was going to say, like, I can't believe that uh, Suicide Squad already got greenlit for a sequel. I'm like, are you kidding me? Did you watch the first one? <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I, I agree. I really liked, I don't want to give my full review yet. I mean, I want to hear you guys positive it up, you know, positive it up first. I mean, I, I really did enjoy Wonder Woman, and I've heard a lot of women talk about it recently, about how much they loved it because they cried during the movie because they said, like, I wish this movie would have come out when I was eight years old or when I was 10 years old because – it would have meant so much to me as a child. And I totally sympathize with that. And, or, and I can totally relate to that. Because, like, I mean, how many movies did we have growing up as, as kids? Like we had He Man, you know, and and so many, and Superman, and, and everything that where you had strong male role models. And, you, do, you know, as men, we don't really think about that, how there wasn't. I mean, what'd you have? You had a Supergirl in the late 80s, which was lame, really bad movie. She Ra. She Ra. Yeah. Aliens. Yeah, I'm talking about for kids, though. Like, I mean, aliens, you're not going to take your kids, you know, it. yeah, She uh, about it, you know. And, uh, and so I get that. I'm like, yeah, like, you just don't, you just don't think about it. So I get it. Um, but yeah, I love the first act. I think all, all of us, all three of us, I don't think Jack's seen it yet, but I loved the first act. I thought it was beautifully shot. That whole little girl when she's running, you know, and she's like jumping and they catch her. I was like, that is so, I mean, it was beautiful shots. Everything, the CGI was great. First act was absolutely brilliant. Um, oh, Chris, we lost Chris. There sure um, I am. Okay, but my only negative—I mean, I he don't. Almost, you guys, you, you Yeah, you guys go ahead and talk. I'll get into the second act after <laughs> you guys hear your, your, your guys' opinion.
2: <laughs> um, I, I love this movie so I, I really did, and, and I I went into the movie not thinking I was going to be like, oh my god, this is the fantastic flick. I went into movie to be, to be entertained. Um, I left that movie like. In awe is very strong, but it's pretty close um, to the feeling I had when I when I left the theater. Um, because I, I I don't think I've I've, I've liked a movie of, like a superhero movie in the way that I liked this one before. And that's that's an interesting way to describe it. But I will say, Jay, I agree with you. It's one of the best superhero movies in a long time. I am on record in saying that I feel this is the best DC movie. I actually put this above The Dark Knight. Um, partly because I'm part of a, a, a very small group of people that don't think the Dark Knight is the, as great as many people think it is. But I hold this movie up there pretty damn high, and I actually put it in my top five of all-time superhero flicks. Um, the, One of the very interesting things, first of all, number, number one, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is just so damn likable. Um, she does a phenomenal job. You you fall in love with the character. She makes it very easy uh, because she looks amazing, but you fall in love with her as as you know as as Wonder Woman because she just does a phenomenal job. And there's a few scenes in the movie that actually evoked an emotion for me as well, not to the point where I was crying, but to the point where I was I got real excited. And I, I described this on the on Owen and Baru podcast where it was. Um, I, I tried to describe the, the feeling that I've got and the best way I could do it. And I did in the, in the star Wars terminology is that the feeling you got the first time you saw um, count Dooku come out and challenge Yoda to a lightsaber duel. And it's that, that I remember sitting in the movie theater and just being overcome with like giddiness, like having the goosebumps and getting excited and having the, the tingly, you know, getting, just getting super pumped about that scene and having such a great time watching that you know in the theater or live i had that same feeling like five times yeah. throughout wonder woman in in the in their fight scenes like every single one and i i will um we did say spoiler alert earlier i'm going to describe this one scene that i was like blown away by and it's when she is in the front lines and she goes into what the movie refers to as no man's land because she stops she looks back she understands that there's this thing that she stands for, this humanity, like this compassion, the, this um, this side of who Wonder Woman truly is. And she decides to go against what her supporting cast is, is trying to get her to do to move past this and kind of get to, to go do something else that's going to help the move them forward. She says, no this is setting in world war one. So it's trench warfare. So yeah, trench warfare. I, I'm, I'm trying not to describe it too much. I don't want to be a very spoilery, but she decides to go against what everyone else is saying and, and, and stand up for the little guy essentially. And she goes up into this, into this, this battle where it's just like, Oh my God. Like that, that, that one scene I was just like blown away by like just the cinematography, the, the uh you know, the actual action, like the, the set of balls that this woman has, right? You know what I mean? And it was interesting. I was reading an article. Um, there was interview of, um, is it Patty Jenkins, the director who, by the way, is a super cougar. She was on
3: some <laughs> late night
2: show the other night. I was like, I was like, you're, you're very attractive. Um, but she was saying them. that, yeah, she, she was saying at first, The cast in the in the in the crew didn't understand why she wanted to 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 direct the movie in this particular you know direction for that scene. They didn't quite get and understand the reason why they were doing it until after they saw the test footage, and they're like, and they had the same emotion, the same feeling that um, I'm describing right now of how it really just kind of added to that persona, added to the. you know, the who the Wonder Woman truly is. Yeah. And,
0: I, I, I actually, I got, I got misty at I got a little dust seater in that scene. Cause
2: yeah,
0: like just an emotional, like powerful scene. And she's just like, with there with the shield and it's just all coming and she's just taking it on. Um, it was a really
2: powerful, powerful scene. Um, and it, it, it really was like, and, it, and that, that feeling you got through that scene was, was, was shared amongst other fight scenes and other scenes in which he's just shown this amazing, you know, heroism. And um, I-, uh, I, mean, I, I hate to be a dude for a second, but you take all that great story, you take all that great acting, you take all that great feeling and emotion and, 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 and direction of of, of, this, of this depiction of a hero, and you put her <laughs> under it all, and it makes it ten times better. But, like, that, th- th- the best way I can describe it is from a hero perspective. She's probably, like, the most pure superhero, like, untainted by uh, anything else. Like, she's just purely good.
0: Well, that's – and that's kind of always my problem with Superman because Superman's going to be very similar, right? Very much just, like, be- like good – Righteous, whatever, and that's and the DC's kind of ruined Superman by making him all broody, brooding, brooding, and Batman esque. That's supposed to be Batman, and mm-hmm. what I love is that they just they let Wonder Woman be Wonder Woman, and what makes her, what makes her so good. Uh, a, but uh, can I just also say, just from like the glut of superhero movies that have been out, how thankful I was. This wasn't like a hole in the sky uh kind of conclusion of just some big <laughs> thing that's like just destroying uh, the world, and like right. the problem was like since Avengers, like Avengers was amazing but it just the 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 finale of that uh movie was crazy hole in the sky situation where you know crap was coming down i was going to destroy the world um and since then like almost every superhero movie or, or the ones that I, I feel like don't actually aren't that good to me it has had that kind of same kind of ending you know uh um uh suicide squad had the hole in the sky ending uh superman versus batman had a hole in the sky ending um uh, Dr. Strange. I mean, so many have had that. So I was, I was thankful that, you know, you, you think you're going this one way and it kind of shifts and pivots. And it's, it's actually, it has so much more meaning, the actual fu- finale of the, of the movie, um, where it's about much more than just this big thing in the sky is going to destroy everything. Um, it was a, it was a, even a philosophical battle that was happening, yeah. uh, which, which I really appreciated. Um, and, uh, kudos to the, the, to the supporting cast too, like, uh, uh, Chris Pine, not that Chris, um, did a great job as uh, Steve Trevor. So, um, and and yeah. there's, there's scenes there that I, there's there's a few times like I was getting emotional, but but that scene that you were talking about, boss, I was just like, oh my god, I, I'm really feeling feels right now. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I'm feeling this. <laughs>
2: like it, it was just such it was such a statement, man. Like it it was just you, you got to see it if, if you're listening now and you've gotten through the the amount of spoilers that we've shared uh, we have not spoiled the movie for you i can guarantee you that um but if you're contemplating whether or not you want to see it like I, I can't recommend it enough and um i'm looking forward to going back i'm gonna take my wife to, to go see it eventually when she gets around to wanting to go to the movies but like the, the whole wonder woman persona is for anybody for, for, her, it's for moms, like, you know, for anybody who's, again, I, I don't want to belabor the idea of what, you know, what my wife went through, but you know, those, those are the personas that you take on. Like she was gifted, like Wonder Woman shirt. She was actually Wonder Woman last Halloween as kind of like, you know, going through a battle or going through any type of, you know, any type of situation where you're, you're oppressed either by, by, uh by disease or, or just, in general, I mean, it, 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 it's such a great representation of of a strong woman lead that I think is going to be refreshing, and we're going to see a lot more of. All right, now let's let Nick dump on all of it. <laughs> I just made it so hard for Nick to be an uh, an ass.
3: No, I mean, it, like I said, like I I do like the movie, and I won't say don't go watch it. Okay, it's just that I'm I've always been a plot person, and I'm gonna have quirks with little things that. People just don't do, you know, or convenience for editing sake. You know, it's like I remember, like, when they get on the sailboat, which is supposed to be somewhere around Greece, I would assume. And then the next day they're in London. I'm like, wow, <laughs> look at that. Like, well,
1: was Wonder Woman on the on the boat?
3: Yeah. The well, Wonder the- it's Wonder Woman. I'm just saying. Like, it, they took, she, they took- she,
1: she got in her invisible plane, they, her they invisible
3: took- jet. In oh, you don't know for sure whether or they, not. It was, it was the game. Eventual- of, it was the Game of Thrones
1: way of traveling. You know, like oh, and but sometimes, sometimes in a fantasy show, I didn't see. I haven't seen the movie yet.
0: And he said, but- that, wasn't he taken in like by some
1: tugboat or something that
0: helped?
3: But he said that's how we got here. Somewhere. A tugboat took him all the way from Greece to London. I don't think so. What,
1: what about the invisible plane? From Greece to London, do you know personally?
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, okay, that's a little one. but like, okay, like one of my issues was. Okay, it's kind of. I have lots of different points to make here, but like, I love the first act. But as soon as they get to London, it's where it started to unravel for me because, um, I felt it, the momentum and the character focus changed from Wonder Woman to Chris Pine's character, and he where he was the voice of reason to her as well as the comic relief. Because all the other side characters that were in their squad were irrelevant. You didn't really even care about them. They had no purpose really, other than just to stand there and kind of go, "Yeah, let's do that," or and be in being all of her character.
2: Um, yeah, the dude from Train Spotting was a little oddly placed.
3: Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, they were they were likable. You know, he played the piano, he sang, and you are like, okay, cool. But like, it just it really, they serve no purpose. Um, also, <laughs> what I didn't like about that is that the fact that. The women on the island, after you leave there, you really you learn they're really in a bubble. They've been in a bubble this whole time. And I didn't like that, the fact that, like, they're supposed to be the guardians of Earth and mankind, but yet they know nothing of what's going on in the world. And that made no sense to me, because they almost got defeated by a handful of Germans with bolt-action rifles. It's like, this is just silly. Um, if they're supposed to be these bad warriors. And then I didn't like also that, because it would have made much more sense if they knew what was going on in the world that when they got to London and when they got to the front, when Wonder Woman did all these things that she did, if she was like, no, I've seen how you rule, I see how you do things, I'm going to try my way. I would have respected it way much more, but instead she, was, she stayed one-dimensional in her stubbornness and not willing to bend, not willing to learn, not willing to grow as a character. You actually don't see her grow as a character until the very last scene of the movie. And that really bothered me because that's what I'm saying about Chris Pine is that she stayed basically this stubborn, naive girl throughout the entire film until the end when she realized like, oh man, men have their flaws, but they also have good things. And I was that's like, okay.
0: I, but, I, but here's like, even the whole time she's shown as a stubborn person, that's kind of her main personality trait. Even when she's a little kid, she's being I, something. She does the opposite. So it to me, it, it it's still within the character. And I think that moment when she realizes her worldview is not the correct is this this big moment for her as a as a character, as a as a hero. Mm-hmm. So I I think if she went straight in is already kind of all I don't think you have the, this is like the origin story. So I think that moment yeah. where she realizes she was wrong, um, I I think is that kind of pivot change
2: for her where she truly becomes the hero wonder woman uh, among well, I, th- I think she had a couple of those moments too because going, going back to your point Nick the well first of all your original point the boat going how they had the, the Game of Thrones travel sequence but yeah. uh, <laughs> funny <laughs> it, it, interesting side story that boat scene where they're all uncomfortable and he didn't want to lay next to her and all, that entire scene was completely 100% ad-libbed That's right. oh really <laughs> which is kind of cool and unscripted right so um, but I think that going back to your point about you know, they live in this bubble and they're supposed to be these world defenders. That was her mom's choice. Yeah. So, like, that was her, her mom like trying to protect her child. So, she actually goes through, I think, an immense series of developments yeah. realizing that she needs mm-hmm. to go against her mom's rule. Like, when she starts realizing that she can actually jump like you know, hundreds of feet when she's going up to get to the, to that tower, right? She's mm-hmm. kind of realizing that, oh, you know, I need to to tap into this. I need to be able to go in and, and, and do what I'm supposed to do. And she's learning along the way, what it is exactly that she's supposed to do. And I think she progressively gets to that point to the end where you're meet you, or you're speaking of. And, and I think that's like her final development uh, point in the movie, um, which finalizes as Jay, you mentioned an origin story. Yeah. So I think that it actually does it in, in my opinion. I think that they, they did a really nice job, of literally from the time she was a toddler developing into, you know, her adolescence going into becoming a young adult, becoming and realizing that she's much more than she needs to be just living in a bubble to kind of going against her mom's word to going off to this, a brave move to this whole new world. And then at the end kind of culminating all of that to the, the final transformation into her being a complete badass, right? Um, I can say that, right, Jack? Yeah, sure. What okay. actress plays her mom? Oh, she was hot, too. Uh, <laughs> was her name? She was in Mission of Mars,
3: and... Uh, um, she was, Oh, How she's about, in Gladiator. She was the mom in uh, Gladiator.
2: Yeah, oh, okay. she's in 300, right? Is she in 300? No, no, no,
3: that's, that's Lena Headey. That was, she's
1: also in The Following, what right. you're saying. I don't know. Cersei was in 300.
2: Right. I don't know what you're saying, Jack.
1: No, um, I'm saying it. Um, the I think the same. Per, um, go ahead, go on. Uh, Connie Nielsen,
3: Nielsen. Yeah, Connie Nielsen. Yeah. Um, and what? I, you have a point. Good. Nope. Okay. Well, like, okay, like, just to, I get, I get what you guys are saying, and, and you're right. Um, but I guess in my, what I wanted was more of a feminist story, as in like I was expecting this, not over the top you know, like a women can do all like the way force awakens was, but I wanted it to be a little bit more of like, I'm a confident woman, which she was. But I like I said, like when it gets to the second act, I felt it shifted to where Chris Pine was not really mansplaining, but he felt like he was the character that always had to explain things to her of like the way our world is. And then she just wasn't listening. And that it bothered me. But, in but the dude,
2: that's, that's, that's the definition of, of, of explaining, not necessarily yeah. mansplaining. You know what I mean? Like, she had, I mean, that, that's the difference between actually mansplaining and explaining is she had no idea. Like, she's yeah. literally learning all of this as she was going. And to see that unravel, and in the middle of being explained as to what's going on, she makes those crazy decisions, like saying, screw you guys, I'm going to no man's land you know what i mean like she's I, I think i think you're building a point for either either side of, of the conversation but um i don't know i i, I thought it was extremely well done personally yeah. i think that the the development of her was awesome all i can say is that
0: a wonder woman uh, action figure
2: was added to uh,
0: <laughs> the uh,
3: the j toy room yeah. i mean i don't i don't want anyone out there to think i hated the film it was just little things that i noticed that and so, i'm always I, and i'm always hardest the first time I watch any movie, I will. Next time I see it, I'll always be kinder because I'll see other parts of the movie that I didn't pay attention to. So I, I could have a totally different opinion the next time I watch it.
2: Uh, a gentler, all, kinder
1: Nick. Yeah.
2: I, and all, all of you guys out there right now who are upset with Nick's point of view, just remember that when you're when you're picking your your versus stars <laughs> this week.
1: I think it comes um, when you play. Here comes the sun backwards. It all comes back to his uh, review of Wonder Woman.
2: Yep. Here comes the son. Like that—that's his way of being a uh, uh, anti-feminism. He's actually yeah, talking yeah. about his offspring. Yeah, yeah why well, can't be, here, uh, here? Comes the daughter. daughter, right? She was the son. Then.
3: Here comes here comes the son of Wonder Woman. She's lighting up the
1: world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah. you're you're,
2: you're digging. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's uh, done. So it's done well in sure. the box up, so that's good to hear. It has. Yeah. So a
0: final final scores here. We have a five thumb system. I think four
1: thumbs or five thumbs. We'll say five uh, I think it's five thumbs, but who so cares?
0: how many? How many thumbs up do we give this film, uh, Boston? I'll give you a first chance to give a five thumbs out of five, or how many would you give? I up? will give it four and a half thumbs. All right, four and a half okay. thumbs. Nick, how many thumbs do you give it? Four. four. Four thumbs. Four thumbs. I will give it four and a half thumbs as well. Fantastic film. Um. Again, best superhero movie, I would say, since... I, I
2: think you could argue since The Dark Knight, even though the boss doesn't like The Dark Knight. I mean, I, I like The Dark Knight. I just don't swing from the nuts of The Dark Knight like many people do. But it depends on what you want, because I really like
3: Deadpool a lot. I liked the first Avenger a lot. Um, I loved Avengers, Like, but yeah. No, oh, no, no. The first Avenger, not Captain America, not The Avengers. Oh, Really? Yeah, I, I I didn't really like the first the uh, Avengers first that much. Avengers, first Avengers, was like,
0: oh my god, this is like comics on
3: school. Not, not one person died, other than uh, Agent spo- Olsen. Spoiler, spoiler,
0: spoiler, alert.
3: Yeah, it's only been like five
0: years.
1: <laughs> Anywho,
0: all right, I we're we're running long on this. I, uh, I'll list. just say
1: I'll eventually see it, but my my original Wonder Woman is Linda Carter, and I'll stick with her. But I will eventually see this movie. It's
3: very good very good i uh that he doesn't one. she doesn't spin jack you will be disappointed
1: she doesn't spin
3: no she, she disrobes and but she doesn't fun. spin yeah
1: no it's, um, gotta,
0: all right. it's gonna spin if she's wonder woman um you don't have to just
2: like uh to be batman you don't have to do the bat suey
0: um
1: uh,
2: there is, jay oh is,
0: uh, jay, jay
1: sorry. A, uh,
2: i am West. sorry but i i i have to extend the show even further oh, um I did actually <laughs> make a promise on the Facebook page and the Patreon group. Um, we were talking about, you know, the top five superhero movies. And someone asked, I would love to hear what are, what is on your top five. I'm not going to discuss my top five, but I will share with uh, the listeners um, who are at, who mentioned it. on the, the Jay just breathe a sigh of top relief. <laughs> yes. Um, and in, in no particular order of preference, my top five, as of right now, superhero movies are, First Avenger, Wonder Woman, Deadpool, The Hulk with Ed Norton, huh. and Norton. Superman Two, the Richard Donner cut. Okay, there you uh, are.
0: I would do I would do uh, Batman, Michael Keaton. I would do uh, Winter Soldier. That's a good one. Um. I would say Wonder Woman. Again, these are in no particular order. Uh, Dark Knight and uh, the Dangling Fifth. I would probably go the original Superman. Okay. Superman.
3: You can't forget the original Superman.
0: You could believe a man could fly. Excellent movie. Nick, what's your top five? I
3: You put me on the spot here. Okay. Um, I mean, I definitely, original Superman would definitely be in my top five just because it's what started it all for me. Uh, yeah. I didn't, really, I didn't make out a list. Okay, Jack, can you do one off the cuff?
1: Well, let's see. Uh, Winter Soldier, the original Superman, Dark Knight. Uh, uh, yeah, basically. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. I'd... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I mean, Deadpool's definitely I like, I, in there. I, I, I like the original, the first Iron Man movie. I liked it.
3: First Iron Man very good.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It doesn't quite hold up compared to like the newer ones that have been made since. But you know, when it came out, it was like, wow, that's really good. I, I think it holds up still very well.
1: I think it's still it's good funny. Movie. It's it's got comedy and stuff like that. It's got,
0: it has a New Hope effect.
1: Without that movie, there would be no Marvel Cinematic Universe. If that didn't exactly, look- there you go. Yeah, okay, there you go. Um, I think and, Jack- that, and the and the and the Adam West Batman movie that they had when he's carrying the bomb, mm-hmm. where he's running through the thing that, that has to be in there because yeah. it's it's Adam West and I know Jay hates him.
3: Not 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 the one where they like shrink them all down with the vacuum, See, and there's a little pile oh, of dust. No, no. <laughs> where,
1: where he's carrying the bomb that says actually says bomb. Because <laughs> I remember I remember <laughs> as a kid I it, our parents I mean when they had reruns of Batman we'd be outside playing you know for you kids playing at home. You could actually go outside. You could actually go outside and play. But your mom would yell, Batman's on. And then we'd all all the kids would scatter, go watch Batman, then come back out after Batman was over. Thank you, Adam West, for entertaining me all those years. There you go. No keeping better- me out of trouble, keeping me off mentos <laughs> and all the other stuff.
3: Jay's trying to close the show, Jack.
1: All right. <laughs> I, I don't think he is. I think Jay wants the show to go longer. I just I just think Jay that's it. All right. Jay likes Jay likes a longer show. For
0: this week's show. Thank you again. Give us a call at 385 309 311 Calling time. And calling time. Calling and and time theories. theories also uh vote for verses on our Facebook group at Facebook.com slash group slash Jay and Jack Group. Remember, Nick hated Wonder Woman <laughs> for this week's verses. Of- Jay Jay thinks
1: everyone's an a-hole.
0: Here comes no, no, no. The a-hole, not a-hole uh, test does not make everybody an
3: a-hole. And remember that Jack is the a-hole of Raleigh. He always have the crown. <laughs> so it's really most
0: from which
1: is a day in life
0: versus while my guitar gently weeps.
1: We had, th- uh, we, had we have three pe- we have one peppy song in that whole group. Yeah, I want come the sun. Come the
0: sun, okay, here comes <laughs> the sun. <laughs> probably the most peppy out of all that. Hope is depressing. He, like he's on the ledge. You need to like pull him back in. But you do. You pull
1: him back in, right?
3: It's literally a cry for help. That song. Literally. <laughs>
1: then and how many, peop- man. how many people? How many people? I see. I see it on Facebook forty-five thousand times a day. A cry for help. So if you're actually, on Facebook, vote uh, for help. Help was the cry
0: out to somebody to get him out of his relationship, and Yoko answered that call. So really,
1: help is the reason the Beatles broke up. But if you, if you play it backwards. They say John, stay away from Yoko. <laughs> so it it, it it's, it's clearly says that.
0: I'm I'm not one to blame Yoko on it. They were all just very uh, the the more they were developing and growing. There's no way you could have prime George Harrison. So prime- so
1: Jay so Jay, if you if you want to vote for Jay, remember he's defending Yoko Ono, who broke up the Beatles.
0: No, helped it
3: because help brought about Yoko. Ono. Yeah, that's it I need to help that guy. I, to- I heard that help was about a wife that always wanted him to buy double ovens oh. and and. <laughs> spent money on Amazon that they didn't have.
1: Well it's funny you mentioned that because I was gonna tell the story, but she, <laughs> she, we're, we're I, we gotta pay off our debt, gotta pay off our debt. And she goes, So this is my wife she well, I ordered this like two months ago. I ordered it, I go and finally the other day I called her out. I said, You know, everything you order is on Amazon. It's within two days. And she just looked at me went I go, I'm not stupid <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Hasta luego and goodbye. Bye.
2: While well, my guitar gently weeps. Here comes the sun.
1: <laughs> help me if you can. I'm feeling down.
0: I'm not going to try it. Joker,
2: <laughs>
1: please. please
2: my guitar me. still weeps.
1: All right. If you want something peppy, you don't have to listen to lyrics. It's peppy. Stop
0: the record, Jack. Stop the recording. Oh, that's
1: fine. I was waiting for you to do it. All right, I'm gonna stop the recording in one, five, four, three. Help! Help! help. Help, help, Gently waves. Help! Help! Help.